Twitch, Facebook, uh, DLive. Take it away, sir. All right. I do have an intro music, so I'm sorry for the audience uh, at your channel, but I'll have to play my intro music and then we're going to be live on my hand. Uh, But thank you all for joining us, those who are following on the Richard Hart uh, YouTube channel. You'll see a black screen and then we're starting. Hello everyone and welcome to this dual stream. On the one hand, our public space channel is streaming this show. And on his side, Richard Hart is also streaming on his YouTube channel, which talks about cryptocurrency, a very good resource. Richard, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing all right. My YouTube stream uh, didn't start. And that's, of course, the link I sent to everybody. Technology, man, it's crazy. I restarted it. Maybe it works this time. (laughs) Well, in any case, we are well live on the public space and the crowd is there. Uh, Titor Shaw is already uh, clapping, saying BTC mooning up 8%. So we're going to talk about all of this. Uh, people are getting excited about cryptocurrency again. Uh, so uh, you've been, you, you have a long history in crypto and you've been engaged in crypto since the very beginnings, from my understanding. And you now have your own cryptocurrency also, the, the t-shirt that you're you're wearing is hex and you are the the founder of it the maker of it is that correct that's right that is right all right it's a very simple question man i'm gonna be good at this (laughs) i'm knocking are you one of these (laughs) guys are you one of these guys who paid bitcoin one (laughs) dollar uh no i got in at 30 but i used to mine it um you know back at like 50 cents so i used to be able to mine full blocks on my own 50 btc block rewards no pool Back when it was 50 cents, which is the equivalent of saying, ah, I had $15, but people are $25, but people, uh, you know, they really like the, the oldness of it or something. I don't know. In Bitcoin, it doesn't matter uh, when you bought, it matters if you held or not, because a lot of people, they sold and then it went to 20,000 and then they regret selling, you know? <clears throat> Absolutely. It's all about holding it and selling. Do you think that Bitcoin has done what it had to do or that there are futures ahead of extremely high value uh, that will go uh, higher than its previous peak? Uh, well, you asked me kind of a compound question like the police do. Do you want to get out of this ticket and can I search your car? <laughs> uh, wait a second. So you asked, did Bitcoin do what it needs to do? And... Will it make new all-time highs? 
uh, no, it didn't do what it needs to do. It's supposed to be in everybody's wallets. That's the dream, right? And that's mm-hmm. it's in nobody's wallets, basically. Um, and that's kind of good because if it's in your wallet, maybe sell it and then you regret selling it. So, yeah, there's a lot to be done. Scaling, anonymity, um, adoption. And, you know, it went up 2 million X from a penny to $20,000 on no adoption. So imagine how high the price could go if it did have adoption, right? A lot of, it's funny, I'm a realist and I explain to people how things really are and then they think it's bearish, but it's actually bullish. Like the fact that we could do 20K on no adoption at all means we could go far higher with adoption, but people are too stupid to realize that. And they, they only want you to say positive things that aren't true, you know? Like if you don't believe in Bitcoin, you don't believe in cryptography, stupid things like that don't make any sense but to get you a lot of likes on Twitter. Because people, if, if people think what you say will uh, influence people to buy their bag, they click like. If it's any type of realism or, you know, harsh reality, right? Or even normal standard reality, no likes, complete vacuum, nothing going on, right? So it's like, it's, it's really hard to be truthful and get likes because, it, you know, Imagine, imagine you buy some project and then, uh, some, some guy comes along and tells you that it's garbage and then is right that it's garbage. You still hate that guy because <laughs> you're still holding Absolutely. the bag of crap. As we know? said, when I was, a, when I was a scientist working in laboratory, we said, uh, that reality is the greatest enemy of science and maybe yeah. reality is also the greatest enemy of social spreading. I don't know what social spreading is. What's that? Well, the enthusiasm that we see around social media, the, the kind of uh, the, the social reaction, the, the, the enthusiasm that people felt around Bitcoin when it was in its rise, the enthusiasm that people can put in certain uh, altcoins, uh, all of this uh, is eventually bound to go back to reality. And there are people who think it's that the reality though. of Bitcoin... <laughs> it's not true. Everything's not a Ponzi. True? Everything's a bubble. Everything's yes, overpriced. That is true. You're in an everything yes. bubble. And the S&P 500 just went up over a 50% retracement when you'll have unemployment numbers rivaling or equal to the Great Depression. So absolutely, it is a game and it's all a game. The S&P 500 is a game. Coca-Cola stock's a game. Berkshire Hathaway is a game. And you can either be good at it or not. Uh, cryptocurrency is the highest appreciating asset class that has ever existed in the history of mankind. And it keeps bubbling higher and higher. So you, you, you know, you can choose which bubble you want to buy, but stable, it's not in the cards because everything that, everything that you really care about expires, right? So milk, cheese, big Mac index, you can't actually store those things, right? In theory, you could create a derivative product around McDonald's, but the price difference is so wide across countries that it would kind of suck. Now, uh, BTC not being adopted, uh, have we have we settled to accept that it was never going to be adopted, that it was always going to be a thing of the minority and a thing for value storage for rich people? Uh, no, it's like, remember how I told you people only click like on things that they think is going to make the price go up? Stupid things don't make any sense. Uh, Bitcoin's going to be a million dollars. Can't hold 10K can't hold 9k can't hold 8k can't hold 15k talking about millions you're like come on man can we can we get back into the five digits 
before we start talking about the seven digits, you know, a hundred X higher stupid fucking people that they, they don't care about the truth. They just care about what they think pumps their bag. And the same thing applies to narratives. So originally Bitcoin was going to be peer to peer digital cash and used as a currency. And then no one adopted it. And people that did adopt it unadopted it. And then you're like, okay, well that didn't work. So we got to tell a new story. Right. And then what's the next story? Uh, programmable money. Okay. You ever program Bitcoin? You know, anyone that's ever programmed Bitcoin? Have you ever set an alarm that sent a Bitcoin somewhere at a certain time? No, fuck yourself. None of those things. Nothing. Not programmable. Dog shit. Can't do anything with it. Okay. It's a stupid database where one guy has a number in his account. His number goes down. Someone else's number goes up. That's it. Well, you can't really program shit with that. It's, it's really hard to program something with basically number go down, number go up. Right. So then they change narrative again. Right. They're like, okay, well, fuck, we need a new narrative. So let's go with, uh, digital gold. And I like that one and it works. Right. Okay. Digital gold. Right. Now, does it, could they all of the, could all of those narratives be true at some point? Sure. Those could all become true. Right. And Ethereum's had the same thing, right? It went from a world computer to distributed autonomous organizations to now distributed finance or decentralized finance, but the DeFi is working, right? The other things didn't work. The DeFi is working and it's just like Bitcoin. It's like, yeah, peer to peer digital cash didn't work, but digital gold did. And as scalability gets there, maybe you can get the, uh, the digital cash part. And it's important because without the digital cash, you're not actually more efficient. If you and I have a numerator of dollar, numerator is a fancy word for thing that we settle our bet in, right? Um, if it's the dollar, then we both have to pay the bid ask spread to get in and out of the dollar. And so we have two bid ask spreads and some fees and that makes everything very inefficient. So if you go to the ATM and they charge you 10% and you go buy something online, the retailer receives the money, gets beat by 10%. And usually the exchange just won't even give them his money taking selfies and doing all this stupid shit to try and get your money, right? You could buy a house with less work. You could like any, anything in the world's less work than working with an exchange. It's terrible. And, and, and the technology of Bitcoin does nothing, nothing. And no technology could affect those externalities, which suck. And the only solution to those horrible externalities is to have everyone have a wallet and have circular uh, commercial flow of money. And then you've got amazing efficiency and then the dream comes true. So we're really waiting on that killer app, which I hope hacks can be, um, that could give everyone a reason to have a wallet and a, and a stickiness and a game theory, which makes everyone stay engaged and, and grow virally. You know, um, I mean, mm -hmm. video games do it. Video games do it all the time. And I don't think video games are more important than your, your finances or your legacy that you leave your kids. I think this stuff is extremely important. And, uh, and it, Human beings digitize everything that we care about. Uh, we digitize movies, films, everything. We should digitize money, you know? So I think it's inevitable. It's just a question of who gets there first. Uh, so 
I mean, I, I, I do acknowledge that the, the X system seems to be built around viral spreading the same way as you say games. And on the other hand, we've seen games become economy, economic real realms of their own, uh, whether it's Second Life or all those games that ended up dragging some cash uh, into their, their virtual universe. Now, uh, just to close the discussion on Bitcoin, so I get it that you are essentially, you're saying Bitcoin is terrible. It's not no. going to be the great cryptocurrency. It's definitely not terrible. It's got the most liquidity. It's got the most acceptance, pitiful at 800 retailers, but it's still something. And it also drives the price up of everything else. So if you, if you have an altcoin, and you smack talk Bitcoin. Well, if they sell to fiat, you just hurt the whole cryptocurrency economy because the higher, like, I'm going to teach you something that no one else understands, or if they do, they're not talking about it that I discovered and that I'm very proud of. Why do all cryptocurrencies go up and down together? Uh -huh. So I thought earlier in my life that it was because there was bots run by index funds that were too stupid to pick winners and losers. So they just grouped them up by size and you'd have large cap, mid cap, small cap. And I know funds like that exist because they advertise and I've seen them. And then, uh, you know, they drive all the prices at the same time. But then I discovered something more interesting. I discovered it with Hex. There's $8 million of liquidity on chain for Hex. It's the most liquid cryptocurrency in the world on chain with on chain exchange, except for stable coins. Cause there's a few stable coins that have more liquidity, I think. And, uh, and Ethereum itself is, is more liquid on chain. But other than those two, this is the most liquid there is on chain exchange, no AML, no KYC, no counterparty risk. Audited. By liquid, do you mean that these X are ready to be bought instantly yeah. by someone who wants them? You can sell them as well. It's, it's equivalent. So the way the automated market maker works is that the, the thickness is the same on both sides. So your slippage is about the same when you buy or sell. It doesn't matter which way you go. So what, <clears throat> so what we've done is we were talking about the price chart. If your, if your coin is only traded versus one other thing. So let's say, let's say the most liquid uh, pair for Hex is the Hex Ethereum pair, because it is. There's $8 million of liquidity there on chain. You can dump right into it or buy right into it. If no one ever trades again, if no one ever trades Hex for Ethereum again, the price chart of Hex USD will equal identically the price chart of ETH USD because they're interchangeable. You can exchange them at any time you want. And so what you discover is that as long as there's some liquidity bonding together two pairs of currencies, then their charts will be exactly identical if there's just one market, right? Um, or if it's the largest market by far. And then in order to shift that chart, right? So like Hex is up 12X versus Bitcoin in about three months. It does that by shifting the curve up and up and up. But when people stop trading, the ETH chart equals the HEX chart. And then as people trade HEX for ETH, you know, add HEX and remove ETH or add ETH and remove HEX, it shifts the location of the lock of the bond. And so the strength of this bond is equal to the liquidity. Now, to prove this, right, like here's a falsifiable thesis for you. So my thesis is that the chart shape of, of a currency when it's traded versus another currency is 
equal unless something exerts its will in that system. And so imagine a system with infinite liquidity. Imagine that on the hex Ethereum pair, there's an infinite amount of Ethereum and an infinite amount of hex. And no matter how much you buy or sell or either one, the price doesn't change. Well, then their ratio would always be the same. And then their price chart would always equal the ETH USD price chart, you know? And until some other larger market appears and it gathers more liquidity because the thicker market can, can shove around the littler markets because you can arbitrage the thicker market into the little markets and bring them up, but you can't arbitrage a little market into a big market, you run out of energy. So long story short is I discovered why, in fact, all of these things move up and down together. And it's because they're all traded versus each other on the order book. And if you don't like them moving all up and down together, you have to execute your will on the order book to try and set some other thing as the, the thing that matters, like USD say, and then you'll find you run out of money because the order book's thicker than you are. And so these things, things that are traded against each other tend to move lockstep and price together. I thought that was a really interesting discovery. Absolutely. So I guess it's a result of the uh, available exchanges offering all possible pair combinations, uh, stuff like Binance. And I believe that there is an exchange linked to X. How does that work exactly? So Hex is on 24 different exchanges, um, 18 of them centralized, which crypto is designed to replace. Crypto is designed to get rid of counterparties, to increase efficiency, to remove the need for trust. To be trust reduced, a lot of people say trust less. It's not true, but you get the idea. Hexdex.win is on chain, no ML, no KYC, no sign up, automated market maker. Your counterparty is the smart contract. The contract's audited. It's done uh, millions and millions and millions of dollars of volume. And it doesn't just trade Hex versus ETH. You can trade, you, you can go to Coinbase and get USDC and uh, at no fees. They don't charge any fees to get USDC and swap it right to Hex on Hextex.win. But you can also do that with any other coin. You can swap Ethereum to USDC. You can swap USDC to uh, any other ERC-20 almost. You can paste addresses in there of ERC-20 contracts, and you might discover that there's already liquidity there. Or you can add liquidity yourself. It's a public good. Nobody makes, uh, the, the people that invented that, that founded it, they didn't make a token. It's totally open source. It's a public good. It's absolutely amazing. And it is better than any other exchange. It has it is faster, safer, more liquid. And I wish that it supported uh, currencies across chain. And so, you know, there's I know of a project that's working on that with atomic cross swaps where you can go from one chain to another chain, trustless. So it's So when we say decentralized exchange, my mm -hmm. understanding that means my browser is literally sending information onto the blockchain that yeah. is designing contracts that make the exchange. So yeah. you're not involved at all as a yeah. center or third party? Correct. That's exactly how it works, yes. Yep. Very interesting. And, and uh, so is this a ETH coin or ETC twenty yeah. coin? It's how does that work? Yeah. It's funny, okay, a lot of people, pe people don't know what ERC-20 means. So ERC-20 is a standard that allows you to have value exchange across a bunch of different uh, tokens. You can make an ERC-20 that does things that are extremely hard, like Hex does, and push the limits of the system. You can't make Ethereum do any more than we do. We pushed it to its limit. They just recently introduced new technology which kind of moved the limit, but that didn't exist a year ago. It didn't even exist six months ago. Um, which it's called ZK rollups and you can do like a hundred X or a thousand X more transactions per second. It's a very interesting technology. 
and it's in production now. Like there's people using it, but we don't need more TPS. What we need, I mean, transactions are penny. Blocks are a lot of blockchains are empty. We don't need more TPS. We need more adoption. But hey, it's nice that it's there, right? Maybe one day we'll need it. What was the question? Wonderful. Dex. Sorry, what? You're asking about the distributed exchange. I forgot your question. Oh, yeah, my so question deep. is essentially my browser is not sending yeah. information to you. My browser no. is writing on the blockchain yes. and making these exchanges. Yep. Yeah, because think about think uh, about how easy it is. Like, oh, so ERC20s. When you call something an ERC20, a lot of people use it as like an insult, and they don't realize that you can make it as hard as you want to make it. If you make a dumb token that just, as, as Bitcoin does, number go down there, number go up there, with no logic, no business logic, no game theory, no, nothing, right? It's just a dumb, stupid token. Then yes, there's a lot of those. But then there's also other types of ERC20s that do crazy stuff like make your coins anonymous using ZK, uh, ZK Snarks, a project called Tornado.cash. Uh, do lending, uh, do margin trading, do like, these are all things that you can do. It's, it's, it's a Turing complete system. So it's a, it's a weak computer, a very weak computer, but for that weakness, you get trustless security and that's what we're in blockchain for, you know? <clears throat> so yeah, it's you, the, the world changed. Ethereum used to suck and the Ethereum of today looks nothing like the Ethereum of the past. Now you have decentralized finance. Now you have on-chain exchange. Now you have lending anonymousness, anonymization. Uh, what else? Throughput. So you've got throughput, anonymity. It, like, what else do you want? What else do you want your cryptocurrency to do? If it has throughput, anonymity, and decentralized finance with banking, like like Hex is the world's first blockchain CD. We took the second most popular product at the bank and put it on the blockchain. It's a no-brainer. Why didn't anyone else do that? Why isn't there anywhere else in the blockchain where you could get paid more for locking your money up longer? Why did, did I have to build that? What luck, <laughs> what luck that no one else did it, you know? So now what you're number... referring to is the X uh, capacity of doing kind of deposit, uh, yeah. detained deposit or interest-based deposit. How does that work? So at your bank, uh, they'll give you interest if you give your money into a savings account, pitiful amount of interest. Then if you want more interest, you lock your money for a period of time, six months, five years, 10 years. The longer you lock, the more they pay. Now, do they actually lend your money out? No, they don't. Your money is actually a liability on their balance sheet, not an asset. They just use your money as an excuse to get free money from the government. And then they lend that money out. So your money just kind of sits there as a capital reserve requirement. It doesn't actually get lent out. Uh, and so it's, it's, it's interesting because in Hex, we don't actually have lending. You could say we have virtual lending because when people lock their coins and they can't be sold, it increases the value of all of the other coins that aren't locked. And so it is the value is being virtually lent from the, the staker, which burns his coins to the people who aren't staked. And in reward for that, the system inflates. So Bitcoin inflates. Uh, 12 and a half uh, BTC every 10 minutes currently. When I got into it in 2011, it was 50 BTC every 10 minutes. People think Bitcoin is like a deflationary. It's not. 
it started at zero and now we have 18 and a half million of them. Well, guess how you go from zero to 18 and a half million? A crap load of inflation. So in Hex, we have less inflation than Bitcoin has ever had. Uh, it's 3.69% maximum and it's only paid to stakers at the end of their stake and the average weighted stake length is four years. So it's gonna be a while before you see any of this inflation on the market. Um, yeah, so if in the regular world, if you lock up a larger amount of money, like $100,000, you get a jumbo CD, they give you a little bit more interest. Well, we did that in Hex too. We have a bigger pays better, we have a longer pays better. We just copied the, the most uh, successful parameters we could out of known working systems and adapted them to the blockchain. You know, Amazon has a referral program, Tesla has a referral program, Hex has a referral program. One tier, no multi-level marketing crap, no pyramid scheme crap. <clears throat> so the more people you, br you bring in X are rewarded. And I think that you were mentioning on the website that uh, it rewards early adopters and mm -hmm. early uh, stakers. How does that work? So any, any system tends to reward those that get there first because the people that get there first set the rules and they tend to set the rules to enrich themselves and it works out. So inventors get patents and then they get rich and it makes the world a better place. Founders get shares and they get rich and it makes the world a better place. So, you know, Satoshi invented Bitcoin and he's got a million Bitcoin. Everybody that, uh, you know, creates something good in the world should be incentivized and rewarded for doing so. So in Hex, if you refer somebody, you get 20% on top of their whole stack. So if they, if they uh, free claim their Hex using a Bitcoin signature, you can, you can claim Hex for free with a Bitcoin signature. Uh, they, you get 20% on top of their whole stack and their stack gets increased by 10% as a bonus for using your link. So the whole currency inflates 32% to pay you guys. If, uh, if not 100% of the coins are locked, which I think right now it's like 30%, 35%, then it amplifies the inflation that each individual gets. So the whole system only inflates maximum 3.69. But imagine, just like if you were the only Bitcoin miner, if you were the only hex staker, you would get all the inflation of the entire system, regardless of how much you had locked. So you could lock a dollar and you would get, you know, a huge giant amount of hex because you'd get all the inflation from the entire system. So it's very similar to Bitcoin. Um, you mine your own coins, you mine your own rewards, and we pay, or the rewards go to and are minted by the stakers instead of uh, the miners. So block rewards in Bitcoin go to people that pay the electric company to pollute and give foreign companies money for their chips. And in Hex, we don't have any of those negative externalities. We don't pay block rewards to chip companies and we don't pay block rewards to pollute the environment. We only pay fees and a fee is like a penny. And if you lock your coins now and then your stake ends five years from now, okay, you need two transactions in five years. So you don't need a lot of throughput. You don't need a lot of pollution. You don't need a block reward to be paid to these guys. I mean, right now, 300,000 to $500,000 an hour is dumped on the market by Bitcoin miners to pay for electricity. That's not good for the Bitcoin price. Miners don't buy Bitcoin, they sell Bitcoin. They buy electricity. People don't realize that. So we solved the mining externality for the most part, right? So, you know, we just pay a penny instead of $500,000 an hour. Um, so is it because the proof of work is less demanding and therefore no, it's, less it's energy it's consuming? Ethereum, it's because Ethereum already is eating that externality. So because other projects are willing to pay for the upkeep of the Ethereum network, 
then we can piggyback on top of it. If the Ethereum oh, okay. network got so weak, then you know the fees would have to rise to maintain the security of the network. But right now, and for the foreseeable future, it ain't. It's it's just a vastly superior system. This is like, it's more secure. The code's modular. The consensus code's locked away in a smart contract that can't be edited. Whereas in Bitcoin, they introduce new bugs all the time. Anytime they change something because it's spaghetti code. So they wish they had modularity. We have modularity. They wish they had audits. We have audits. They wish they had a referral program. We have a referral program, right? Which is why if you had got a hex about 90 days ago, maybe, maybe 101 days ago, it's worth 12 times more in Bitcoin. Now it's up 12 X in Bitcoin in 101 days. And that's like, and people still can't believe it. They say things like, oh, the price used to be higher. There was only three days total in the history of hex where, uh, it would have taken more Ethereum to get Hex out of the adoption amplifier. You can, you can also, you know, I told you about Hexdex.win, which is like on-chain exchange. You can change any ERC-20 and Ethereum and a bunch of different stuff. Almost every ERC-20. I mean, you might have to add your own liquidity if it's a really weird one. Um, and USDT is not supported yet. It's supported in the second version, which is being audited now. Publicly audited. It's kind of been privately audited already. So, if uh, we're talking about hex decks, okay. If you want to transform your Ethereum into hex, you can do that directly in the hex contract and mint your own coins. And then you also get 20% on top of their stack, right? So if someone, if you refer somebody, if you had a referral link and they transform Ethereum into hex, you get 20% and they get a 10% bonus. If they free claim, you get 20%, they get a 10% bonus. We've had over $1.5 billion of Bitcoin free claimed. That's a lot of money. And it's over 25, 26,000 addresses, I think, maybe 27,000 now. I mean, that's a lot of money. So if you, if you give something, if, if people receive something or generate something themselves for free, like making hacks is very similar to just drawing a picture for yourself, right? So if you decide to get out a pen and paper and draw a picture, okay, well now you, you have a picture. Did you buy it from anybody? No, you made it yourself. Hex is the same way. No one in the world can mint your coins and give them to you. You have to generate your own private key. You have to do all the computation. You have to mine your own block or pay someone else to do it for you. And whoever that person is, it sure ain't me. I don't, I don't mine blocks, right? Um, you know, and then once you do all that stuff, now you have your hex. And when you stake it, you burn it. And then one day when, when the rewards are reapable, then you mint your rewards and you mint your own coins. And it's super important because in crypto, how many scams have you seen where people promise you all these huge dreams and they tell you all these things that are going to happen in the future from the entrepreneurial effort of other people? Hex is the opposite of that. We promise you nothing. There's no, there's no central entity that's going to be doing things. It's already done. It's already finished. And it's, it's going amazingly well because it is designed well. So we have a great community. Like the community is insane. They just keep building stuff that I'm always amazed by. I'm like, wow, I didn't didn't ever think of that. <laughs> like, it's crazy. Now, I don't know much about the technicalities, but when you mentioned piggybacking of the Ethereum uh, blockchain, mm -hmm. do I understand from this that there's separate blockchains for Bitcoin and Ethereum? Yes. How many of those blockchains exist? Well, probably thousands. But the thing about a blockchain, it's like, if you were the only person in the world with a fax machine, how useful would your fax machine be? Not very. So we have something called Metcalf's law, 
which states that the value of a network is in direct proportion to the square of its participants or something very, very close to that. I think that's it, but maybe the math is slightly off, right? But I think it's that. So it basically means that the larger a network is, the more useful it is, and therefore the more valuable it becomes. So if you're, if you're on one network and you wanna do things on another network, it's very hard to do because you have to have some middleware side channel to communicate between the two networks. And it's clunky because it takes two transactions instead of one, and it's slower, right? So atomic cross swaps and doing things cross chain is a lot crappier than having it all on a single chain. So, you know, the Ethereum chain, it's never had an inflation bug, which means you can mint as many coins as you want for free. Oops, broke the whole system. Bitcoin had that once, had to roll back the chain in 2010. And they just had it again about a year and a half ago. And a Bitcoin Cash developer warned them about it instead of abusing it for himself. And then it was fixed in the nick of time, right? That guy could have minted as many free Bitcoin as he wanted to. And that's because it's spaghetti code and they don't have any audits. Um, and they could, instead of being angry that people point this out, they could save up the 200 grand to get some audits done to protect their 160, $180 billion network. Well, if there's 18.5 million coins and right now it's about $7,200, it's like, I don't know, $120 billion network, something along that. So they need to, they need to do things better. Right. And, and you can't, you can't get consensus. Like once, once a project is wide enough, you can't get consensus to do things anymore. So for instance, you don't see Bitcoin ads anywhere because no one can afford to do it because no one has a big enough peg. They lose. It's, it's a tragedy of the commons basically. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Now, like now they do, they do have a- new software that they just kind of wrote and is ready to release for improving anonymity, which I hope happens called taproot. And, uh, Schnorr signatures, which makes things a little bit more efficient, like 5% maybe. Um, <clears throat> but it's 10 year old software, man. You haven't got a feature in 10 years. You haven't got a feature in 10 years. <laughs> I mean, maybe, maybe you got multi-sig, maybe you got HD wallets and, and what time locking. Okay. And that's it. That's all you get. And nobody uses most of these features. They're not even in your wallet. You can't use them if you want them. You got to download a weird software that no one's ever used before to try and make it happen. So it's like, that's not, that's not that good. Hex has on-chain exchange, God mode, right? Where all the stable coins are. You want, you want a stable coin because you're sick of the volatility. Okay. Those are all on Ethereum and you can swap right into them with Hex instantly. Uh, I can't do that with Bitcoin. You're screwed. You got to go to a counterparty and beg, please let me exchange coins. Please give me the coins back. Here's some selfies, right? And what else? They don't have DeFi. They don't have lending. They don't have margin. They don't have anonymity. It's like, oh, and the, the transactions take forever. It takes 10 minutes. In Ethereum, it takes 10 seconds. It's just fucking like, like uh, it's not the same world. Like Ethereum is not the same it was a year and a half ago or a year ago. It's a completely different world now. It's amazing. <clears throat> I love that you're hair trashing uh, Bitcoin <laughs> that way because I've been telling my audience that I've been putting a lot of money in Bitcoin. In fact, all my savings, I've invested mm-hmm. in Bitcoin in the last few months and I'm just very enthusiastic. I think the value will rise. 
Oh, I'm uh, I'm stable. I'm stable essentially okay. at this point because mm-hmm. I I joined approximately at this price. But yeah, mm-hmm. yesterday I was down, mm-hmm. and one week ago I was a little up. Now uh, I still think it's going to rise despite these technical. Sure. Uh, the fact that it's technically uninteresting, but the simplicity is also great. And the fact that psychologically people know that there's 21 million Bitcoin max and that it's always going to be the max, there's an effect to that. Maybe. Maybe. So, (laughs) like, (laughs) it's, it's really this simple. Every single time they upgrade the Bitcoin network, what that really means is that people are compiling new EXEs and double clicking them. Okay, we got a new we got new code, we compile it, it makes an executable, we execute it. Okay. That's that's what that means when they upgrade the network. So when they upgrade the network to do things like say GWT, which makes things a little more efficient or and increases the the block size. So we have like 1.4 megabyte blocks now instead of 1 megabyte blocks. Uh, those same decisions can just stop the happening from happening. They're like, yeah, you know what? This year, this every four years, you cut the inflation in half. Yeah, this year we're just going to keep it. They can do that. That it's really that simple. They can choose whatever parameters they want. If they want to make it a forty-two million uh, Bitcoin block limit, they can. And if you don't like it, if you don't like it when the miners do that, right? Well, then uh, I guess you just don't want your transactions processed, and they just won't process them. Or okay, you don't like that. Okay, you go fork and make your own fork. But they've got all the hash rates, so they can just attack your little minority fork whenever they want. So then you change your proof of work to not use SHA-256 so they can't attack you. Well, guess what? Now it's even cheaper to attack you because now any GPU or botnet can attack you. So when I was telling you about staying on the same chain being really good, there's a very specific reason that we're on the Ethereum chain and not on our own network with less interoperability and less network security. So it's a, it's a superior ecosystem. You know, um, you would much... like like five of the top uh, 11 value cryptocurrencies were launched as ERC-20s or primarily use ERC-20 now. It's like BNB, USDT, EOS, uh, Ethereum itself, TRX. There's your five, I think. So like it, it's a proven tried and true system that has had billions and billions and billions of dollars routed through it. And the bugs have been figured out. Like it's fabulous. Um, Look, feel fine with Bitcoin. I hope the price goes up. It's going to drive the price of everything up. And it is still, you know, digital gold. Uh, and the price can still go up a lot. But, I mean, if you, <laughs> it's like if you care about using it or you care about the technology or, you, like, there's no comparison. There's absolutely no comparison whatsoever. It, just try it. Literally just try it. If you, if you try it, you will understand immediately. You'll be like, oh, wow, okay, you know, um, and they're not gonna like. I don't. There's less developers working at Bitcoin. There's less developers on the back end. There's less developers in the front end. There's less everything. Like it's just all it has is like it's been around for a long time. And yeah, it's okay. I mean, Coca Cola has been around for a long time. So I don't know, man. I, I don't. I don't particularly like talking about this shit, but nobody else does it. So I feel like it's important to do it because no one else tells you these things. They just blow smoke up your ass. They tell you, oh, it's the best thing ever. Is it, it dropped 85% from 20K to 3K. 
And then a Ponzi scheme in China called Plus Token pumped it up to 14K. And then the founders got arrested. And that day it dumped. And then it went from 14K down to 3,800. So it dropped 85%. And then it dropped like 55 or 65% in like two years. Is that the fucking store of value that you're looking for? And then, you know, hey, digital gold, right? Gold's going up. Stock market's going down. What is... What does uh, Bitcoin do? Goes down exactly with the stock market. What happened to my decorrelated asset narrative, right? So you just keep through, you <laughs> yeah. just keep going through these narratives. That really pissed me off when that happened. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's like it, it was spectacular to see Bitcoin absolutely correlated to the to the economic crash in the U.S. Uh, I think it's it's currently decorrelating to the extent that the stock market seems to be recovering actually faster than Bitcoin, if anything. <laughs> this is not the decorrelation <laughs> that we were, were looking for. Um, look, Bitcoin price needs to go up for Ethereum price to go up for Hex price to go up. I mean, look, Hex is go Hex went up during the crash when everything else went down. It's really that simple. So it can still do amazing things on its own, but it would do even more amazing things, basically squared amazing things if the rest of crypto was going up too. So you know, if I had my druthers, I would prefer that all of crypto goes up. I want Bitcoin to go up, I want Ethereum to go up, and Hex will go up even more, in my opinion. I mean, I can't predict these things. Like, this shit could all go to zero right now. It could all just could have a solar flare, and all the electronics is dead, and then like all the crypto is dead. People would be trying to do it on paper. <laughs> you can, it's just really slow. <laughs> And by the way, how do you think all this stuff drops 85% all the time anyway? If it's not a stable coin, yeah. it's very likely to drop 85% at some point, no matter what it is. I don't care if it's Hex, Bitcoin, Ethereum, all this stuff's likely to drop 85% at some point. Now, Hex is designed to not do that, just like F1 cars are designed to win races. But just because you design a thing doesn't mean that it happens, right? You do the best you can. <clears throat> Absolutely. Uh, I was thinking about the inflation caused by the the coronavirus re response package. Are we feeling this in the cryptocurrency world? People are getting their $1,200 checks and they don't even need it to survive. Well, most people, okay. I'm going to try and explain the money system because most people don't know how the fuck it works. In, in, in currencies and in economies, there's a money multiplier effect. When you spend money, it becomes someone else's income, which becomes their expenditure, which becomes someone else's income, which becomes their expenditure, which becomes someone else's income. It's about seven to one. So every time someone spends a dollar, it creates about seven more dollars of activity. When you have economic contraction, it literally destroys money. The majority of money isn't printed by the Fed. The majority of money exists in the form of debt, not Fed debt. So if you, if you contract the monetary system and no one has income and no one has expense and no one has income and no one has expense, it means that you're not going to see inflation. Now, most people don't understand what the word means. Inflation means increasing prices. It does not mean increasing monetary supply. Increasing monetary supply is not inflation because you can increase the monetary supply 
And if people are just not spending it or not using it or not loaning it and it reduces the money multiplier, then you have to push harder with, with more like, you know, lower interest rates. But at some point you're trying to push with a string and strings are good at pulling. They're not good at pushing. You need people to actually get, take the loans. You can't just lower interest rates, right? People actually have to, to perform economic activity with the cheaper money. If at some point you can't outprint the contraction, then you end up with uh, not inflation, right? Like, did did the price of oil inflate? That shit's uh, twenty dollars under twenty and under a barrel. The barrel that's containing the oil costs more than the oil in the barrel. So it's like you when they do all this printing, you will not see the kick on side effects of that printing until later on. You will not see them right away when you're competing against everyone not having a job. You see what I'm saying? And this happened mm-hmm. in 2008 as well. If you look at the chart in 2008, stock market stopped, started going down. Gold went up 30%. And then the stock market kept going down. Gold gave back all of its gains. And then the stock market found a bottom. And then gold started going back up again. And then the S&P 500 also started going back up. So, you know, when people have to sell stuff, they're going to sell whatever they've got. And that doesn't matter whether they're a person, a company, or a country. When you need money, you're going to sell whatever you got. So I, uh, I would like to see everyone, I would like to see a green zones created where people can work. that are you know, tested to be safe to work around each other. And I'd like to see some, uh, I'm trying to avoid words so that YouTube doesn't screw us, right? I have to use vague language so the AI bot doesn't go, oh, freedom, ban it. Oh, yeah. Disgusting. <laughs> I hate it. Well, no, I mean, personally, I'm, I'm totally even against testing. I say people should be able to work if they want to work and live with the risk that they want to risk. No. Uh, we have a lot of questions from I the audience as idea. a reminder. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I can prove it. As a reminder idea, but... to our audience, you can join us on Entropy if you have questions for me tonight or for our guest, Richard Hart. And the survey question tonight is, will Bitcoin rise to $100,000 within two years? Of course, that is my little pet peeve. I like to know what my audience thinks about Bitcoin, if they agree with me. Uh, Free Speech sends a super chat and he says, will we see new lows if COVID starts multi-year recession do you think btc can solve the anonymity problem or xmr forever do you fear draconian regulations ruining the u.s okay there's lots of questions in there so he was starting by uh will we see new lows if covid starts multi-year recession the market is not the economy they're separate things you would think that they were very related but Everyone's out of work and stock market just had a wonderful couple weeks. Interesting. I, I kind of believe that stocks should be tied to earnings and earnings are tied to people spending money and spending money is tied to having a job. So a $1,200 check makes up for how many weeks of work? Not several months. Thus, I believe fundamentally that the prices of everything has to go down. We had an everything bubble. You know, we had a bubble in 2008. Prices were too high for real estate, right? Okay, 10 years later, 
30, 40% over all those all time highs that were too high back then. Oh, oh, well, I guess we just blew the bubble up again. Okay. So in, in an everything bubble, it only takes one contagion to deflate. And then everyone starts looking for cash because they're leveraged. And then everything else starts to deflate. So businesses are leveraged out the ass. Now they can't pay their rent. The people that were renting the place can't pay their rent. And then you're just like, and then by the way, if a lot of people die, well, those people used to live in places. And so what happens to the places they used to live in? They become vacant. And what happens to vacant places? They get sold or rented. Okay. And what does that do to what everyone treats like their bank account, which shouldn't their house houses aren't supposed to be banks. Young people should be able to buy a house one day. Expensive oil and expensive houses sucks for the world, but everyone thinks it's good for some reason because they're retarded. So if you, if you believe that people can't spend without jobs, which I do, and you believe that their expenditures is a company's revenue, which I do, and you believe revenue is tied to share prices, which I do, then you end up with stuff getting a lot cheaper and particularly real estate because all the old people that are dying left and right, they also happen to own all the real estate. Old people own all the real estate. And if they're dying left and right, well, that's a lot of real estate that's going to come on the market. So I think the prices of everything are going to go down. And I think this is going to suck for a good long while. And people have enjoyed the, the reduced suck from a very strict lockdown. And what you'll find is once the lockdown loosens up, you'll get flare ups and pockets and a second wave. And that second wave will be happening in winter. And it's going to be shittier because it's happening in winter. So flattening the curve was advantageous to not overload medical resources. However, it fucked up the timing of when we get our second wave, which is unfortunate. <clears throat> All right. Very interesting. Personally, I think that COVID proves out to be relatively uh like in line with uh, what the past uh, pandemics have been, regular flu as we as we know it. And so I'm not super worried about second waves. I think we are mostly in front of a social panic. Uh, Spencer, uh, oh yeah, there were, there were other true. questions in the super chat. Not it's not true. true. So explain panic to me. Is sitting at home on the internet jerking off panic? No? Okay, oh, I don't well, think the, it is. The, the way our social systems and our mediatic system uh, have taken this case as being the center of attention of everyone and including my show, I think it's a form of panic. You can call it mob panic. It is not an individual panic. It is just a great enthusiasm around a single subject yeah. like we've never seen before for, when, for a thing that overall has not caused more deaths than the flu yet. Your statements are so stupid. I'm going to show you how stupid they are. So one, Janet Jackson showed her nipple on Super Bowl television and everyone was exactly as concerned as they are with this COVID shit. Absolutely. And that was bizarre. Yeah. Second, you're, you're comparing something that's had a year to do its killing with something that's had a vastly reduced amount of time to do its killing. So it, you're not, you're not measuring the strength of the disease. You're measuring the strength of social distancing and how short a time it's had to fuck everyone up. For anyone that thinks that COVID ain't shit, ask yourself why the basically president of the UK went to the fucking emergency room. Because COVID isn't a bitch. COVID is 10 times more serious for young people than the flu is. Now, what's 1%? Seems like a small number, right? Well, there's 300 and let's call it 28 million uh, Americans. Well, it's only uh, 3.28 million Americans. 
I mean, what's 3 million dead people, right? It's a fucking lot is what it is. But people just don't understand that 1% is unbearable and unacceptable and unreasonable. And they probably should have been taking the flu more seriously and all of these pandemics more seriously. Because if you, if you noticed, China tried that, yo, let's pretend this shit ain't happening. And they tried their best to pretend it wasn't happening. And they got fucked. And then they fucked the whole planet with them. So that plan of, you know, hey, I'm libertarian, contrarian, and I'm just going to pretend that this shit's not going wrong. And look, you know, it's just 120,000 deaths so far, even though we haven't reached peak, like almost anywhere. Maybe, maybe we reach peak in uh, Italy. Maybe we definitely reached it in China. Singapore is now getting a second wave, even though they had it beat. So like, <laughs> how many deaths? So we talk about falsifiable theses. You said you were into science, okay? How many deaths? Uh, actually, were... I'm a doctor. Uh, I okay. didn't talk to you much about my biography. Yeah. I'm a doctor in neuroscience and an expert yeah. in the emergence of viruses. I wrote this book, The Revolutionary Phenotype. Okay. Well, then we should have a, an excellent conversation. Then explain <laughs> yes. to me. Explain to me why China's plan to cover this shit up and silence the doctor and pretend it wasn't happening. Explain to me how that failed. Because it's exactly the plan that well, it sounds like you think we should be doing. Yeah, uh, I, I saw your reasoning for the last two minutes. And what I see is that you are focusing on the human aspects of the response to the virus rather than the virus itself. Whether the virus is a big virus and deadly is a question that is scientific in nature and it's answerable merely by the number of people it will kill once it will have spread at its maximal potential. When you're saying what they did with Boris Johnson, bringing him to the hospital, that's human reaction. When you say what China did trying to hide, that's also human reaction. Now, why did China do it? Maybe it's because they felt like they had a responsibility in it. Maybe it's because the virus was really from their Wuhan Virology Institute. I don't know why they did it, but it's not a measure of the force of the virus, whether China uh, lost its cool with it. The ultimate measure is about the death rate. And when I look about the history of the swine flu pandemic, I see that it is estimated at 575 fatalities in the upper bound for the 2009 pandemic. And that it was judged, even on Wikipedia, it is reported, it was judged as fatal as the regular flu. And so if we're still with COVID at 100,000, 150,000 deaths, we're still not even a third of the way to reach the H1N1 effect, which has been judged in turn equivalent to the regular flu. So you, you understand that the term rate actually implies a thing over another thing. So when you talk about the death count of a thing which has been operating for an entire year, which is how you arrive at that number, and you compare it to something that grows exponentially, doubling or tripling every three or four days, and has only been operating for three or four months, you're missing a huge giant part of the curve. So you cannot, if you're looking at total death counts, then all of this stuff doesn't matter because cancer kills 40% of everyone. So we can never have to care about anything ever again because cancer kills more and heart disease kills more. So we don't ever have to care about anything ever again. Fuck seatbelts, fuck speed limits, fuck the FDA, right? Everyone can drink bleach yeah. because you're probably still likely to die of cancer anyway. This concept that something else sucks does not remove the suck. Now you want to talk about the virus on its own without the humans? Let's talk about the virus its own without the humans.
Have you seen the all-cause fatality rate increase 40 to 50% in the UK and in New York? This is not the mislabeling of COVID. This is not saying, oh, well, you know, this was a car accident, but it was really COVID. It's a 40 or 50% increase in the number of dead bodies in a fucking week. The concept that, that COVID is not strong is really easily disproved by the morgues full of bodies. And when I say morgue in Spain, I mean the ice skating rink that they turned into a morgue because the morgues are full. And in New York, they have tractor trailers full of bodies and they're burying them in mass fucking graves, you know, just stacked on top of each other. That's the reality. The reality is the all-cause mortality rate is causing there to be dead bodies fucking everywhere. And the only reason that the healthcare isn't overrun is because guys like me are out there telling you, along with the physicians in fucking full personal protection gear, please stay the fuck home, please, because we can't actually do much for you. Like, when you come here, it gets real bad. We stick you on oxygen. If the oxygen doesn't work, we eventually fucking intubate you, which means medical coma plus some shit you don't want to hear about happening to you. And then eventually we flip you on your stomach, which sucks because we have to sedate you more, which means you're going to be having other fucking problems. But apparently flipping you on your stomach works better in the prone position. And we hope that azithromycin and hydro uh, hydroxychloroquine, mm-hmm. we hope that that works, but there's no proof that it works at all. There was one shitty study done in France that they had to fucking actually, upon peer review, go, you know, we probably shouldn't have published this. It's so fucked. So we don't have any evidence that that hydroxychloroquine actually works. We have anecdotal evidence. That I agree with. That I agree with. That being said, as far as the total number of deaths, uh, we've been talking about You're just measuring time. You're not measuring the strength of the virus. You're just measuring the amount of time it's had to do its work. It's very obvious. Uh, well, the thing is, a virus will not run through the population indiscriminately throughout the year at the same rate. What happens is we are faced with a peak. Uh, the, the characteristics of the peak of the coronavirus, yes, it is relatively high, but not so much higher than the number of deaths caused by the 2017, 18, and 2019 in certain uh, countries, uh, you have so, a peak. So the 40 or 50 percent increase in weekly all-cause fatality in the UK, Italy, and New York, it doesn't matter because you're increasing your focus to include more time. That, like, how you're you're rating the virus's strength against people it's never had a chance to fuck up yet to just dilute its effectiveness. You might as well just measure pets as well and like alien civilizations and shit just to get the number down some more so that you don't have to be scared of this thing. <laughs> but I'm it is actually... I'm actually very interested in alien civilizations. But right. that being said, uh, when you do this 40% or 50% increase graph, it is kind of deceptive because it's comparing uh, March with March. And the fact is that the most of the pandemics that we've had in the last few years were from December to February. I, I'm, just, I'm not saying that no, COVID like is those, not those... deadly. It is deadly. But like, so the, here's, here's the false survival thesis. And I think that this will allow you to discover something about yourself, which many libertarians, I love libertarians because they're very logical and I'm very logical and I'm mostly a libertarian, but there's some places where I don't give a fuck about person's rights. And one of them is a pandemic, right? If, if you want to go out and spread disease with your buddies and all get disease together and bug chase and shit, that is a public health risk to everyone else. You shouldn't be doing that. Um, just like when you're speeding at rates that your car and you aren't built to handle, you're endangering other families' lives. You shouldn't do that. So 
speeding laws are actually good because most people are retarded and they'll fucking kill all, all everyone else because they thought they were good, but they're not. Drunk driving laws are actually good. I don't think people should be like, hey, no, man, I can handle a couple more drinks. I train for this shit. I think drunk driving laws are good. I think speed limits are good. I think uh, being locked the fuck home during pandemic is good. I think masks are good. Um, if you, this will not be our first pandemic. And we may have gotten off easy compared to how shitty this can be. You have to learn to fight these fucking things. And what better opportunity to do it than now? China beat this shit because they faced SARS once before. Singapore did pretty good and is still doing pretty good because they faced SARS before. Those Asian countries that faced SARS before have a world better capacity to fight this shit. They check your temperature when you get to the airport. Did they check your temperature in America when you get to the airport? They don't give a fuck. They don't care. But in Asia, they care. They really care. And it makes the world a better place. Viruses are our fucking enemy. They're not our friend. Um, what were we talking about one point before this? Well, we you wanted about... to give me a metric. You were you were about to build a metric for that is objective. What is it? I can't remember. Once I get like so many okay. layers well, deep, I forget. Maybe I'll remember later. In any case, <laughs> I'll say that uh, I'm. I, I mean, much love to you and much love for coming to the show tonight. I really appreciate you and your honesty. But we have a disagreement. Maybe we'll check a year from now, and maybe uh, the situation oh. will look less dramatic. Yeah. As I how many it. how many deaths is enough for you? until you believe this shit is real how many deaths it's not I, I to be clear i believe that coronavirus is real there's a difference being real and necessitating you uh, actions that are impeding on people's rights so uh, just coronavirus pick a number. is already real at one death it's real okay but, but the question see... is is it worth to stop the economy for a virus that overall shows the exact same characteristics as all previous virus that have risen every year right and so, the answer to me is no right how many deaths are you willing to accept to keep the economy on what's it's a good not number death against the economy to me the violation of liberty of people to work is something that I wouldn't trade against any amount of natural deaths. I would literally watch a billion people <laughs> die from natural causes before I stop a single worker from going to his job because he wants to go to his job. That's about as big a win as I could expect for that one. <laughs> can't, can't ask for more. I mean, shit. All right. So at least we're clear. As people, people who debate with me, they acknowledge at least I'm honest. Yeah. And I will take the bullet that people ask me to take. Thank yes, God. I, I'm just it's against it's better. The... You can make progress with yeah. that. Like that's that's a better way of discourse. Like so many people just dodge shit and you're like, you can't make progress with dodging, you know? Um for yes. me, I think it's about ten K for me. I think ten thousand like oh, three yeah. nine elevens for me, like ten thousand people are gonna die from some shit we could like fight to stop. I think I think we should take traffic a lot more seriously. I think a lot of people die in car accidents at the same fucking location over and over again because of a poor design. And there's so many things you could do to improve that, like water with light on the water, which creates like a virtual uh, curtain that you go through, can prevent uh, strips that cause vibration on your tires, fucking spotlights, anything, right? There's so many intersections where people just get the shit killed out of them all the time where we could throw a little bit of money at it and prevent it. You know, there's so there's so many low hanging fruit uh, to make the world better that just people they don't put any fucking effort in. You know, 
You, every every week you're yeah. driving and you're like, yo, look, another car accident right there where there always is one. Is someone ever going to do anything about that? You know? <clears throat> yeah, I, I have a very special type of ethics. I'm very deontological and like you will not get me to accept a path that is violating my ethics just by the suffering or death of people. Really, I'm not a consequentialist and I evaluate things as being the right or the wrong thing to do on totally different basis. Uh, there you're, were you're lots the, of questions. You're the Captain in, America. That's Captain America's thing. Yes, Captain America. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm That's fine his narrative. with this label. Yeah. There He's were like, other you know, questions. We're going to lose a lot after chat. this, but we're going to do it because it's the right thing anyway. It's going to suck, but we're still exactly. doing it. And the people that will survive after it will be somewhat protected. Uh, do you think BTC can solve the anonymity problem? Uh, that's a well, question they... from Free Speech. Here's the problem. Bitcoin had to fight really, really, really hard to get a boring capacity increase with SegWit. The people that are in charge of Bitcoin are the miners and the exchanges. And the exchanges, they don't want you to get anonymity for the same reason they don't carry Monero, because they don't want to lose their bank account that they survive with, because the bank will shut them off. Because, oh, look, XYZ bad person got some money from here, and it was anonymous and untrackable, and you know how they parade that shit out in Congress. It's for the kids. It's for the children. We've got to protect the children. Okay. So no one can have any privacy to protect the children, right? So it's... Uh, <laughs> The, I don't think that the exchanges will support a fork that adds actual anonymity. Hope I'm wrong. I hope it gets added. I think it would be a great improvement for the world. Uh, and it would help people that have been sitting on big stacks of Bitcoin dump them for something better, you know, if they could do that more anonymously. <laughs> uh, so it's like if if you had to fight tooth and nail and almost lose to get a little bit of capacity increase. An actual large contentious feature upgrade should be impossible to get um, unless the ecosystem of miners has changed and uh, they are okay with improvements. You know, um, I don't know why the last thing was such a horror fest, but it was. So it's like... <laughs> Yeah, I don't, I don't have any idea how the fork will get rolled in. I think they have audited the code, not audited it, but like tested it. And it, it's working on test nets, right? Like this slight improvement to, to anonymity called Taproot. Um, I don't know, man. It's like, how many years do you want to wait to find out? We have other solutions that work now. So, it, you, you know, do you oh, want right. to wait and wait and wait, or do you just want to use the other shit that works now? <clears throat> Do you fear draconian regulations coming up could be ruining the U.S. economy? I think I think everyone, the people that cry the most about panic and fear are actually the people that spend all their time afraid. The people that are the most free are the people that stop caring about freedom. It's counterintuitive and it's real. So most people, they do all this amazing OPSEC and all this security and all this shit. And no hacker in the world would care to target them because they don't have $25 of fucking savings. They should have spent that time on Fiverr doing gigs to try and save up $30 of net income, net, net fucking savings, right? So people miss out. They, they talk all this shit about 5G being horrible for you, and then they stick their phone right next to their balls all day long. They talk about, uh, you know, 
anonymity in Bitcoin and they email you from a Gmail address. And I know all you motherfuckers use Gmail addresses because I got a list and I see what emails you fuckers use. It's all fucking Gmail. So how OPSEC oriented are you guys? They read your email, you know. They keep a copy of it. Personally, I fucking hate email. I don't like using email. I don't like it at all. And you shouldn't like it either, truthfully. It's dog shit. Uh, it's dog shit that barely gets delivered as well. I, mean, I don't even mail our fucking list because, you know, <laughs> to mail your own list is actually a full-time job to get it into the fucking inbox. And it's your own list that people signed up for. You're like, what the fuck is this? They thought it's 2020. Shouldn't this shit be better by now? You know, can you just charge me? Charge me a dollar fucking email. That's fine. I'll pay it. Give me a fucking option to at least get delivered to my own fucking customers. Right. Um, yeah. Like people right. just misallocate their resources. I, I'll give an example. I traded anonymity for power. Hundreds of people, maybe thousands will be watching this right now. I have power over the world now that I wouldn't have had had I been more anonymous and more secure and hidden and a nobody. So I traded fake power, which is the power of anonymity, for real power that you could buy a fucking coffee with. So too many people out there are focused on the, the wrong things, totally the wrong things. It's like, oh, I never want to get hurt falling in love. Okay, well, you'll never fucking, you'll never have an amazing relationship then. Right? Oh, you don't, you're worried about the government taking your rights. Well, dude, they don't actually give a fuck, man. They really don't care. They just want, like, do you, do you think anyone in the government actually gives a fuck what you do with your free time? Most of them do not. Maybe the far right, you know, maybe the far right religious folk wants to control your cock and what you do with it. But the majority of people just don't care, you know? But everyone thinks that there's this grand lizard person fucking conspiracy to control them and their $25 of savings and the shitty job that they do at work. Like somebody wants to be in charge of their ass. Nobody wants to be in charge of your loser ass. Like it's like, I mean, and not you, of course. I mean, you're fucking they, they do act. They do act like they they are interested. I'm thinking, for example, of CPS, child protective services, child kidnapping, uh, vaccination. Yeah, but if you, if you see the dudes that beat their the families people. to shit, you'll be like, "Yo, we need CPS." See, people, libertarians forget how these things got invented because they forget what preceded the thing that sucks. So you CPS and you, you see CPS and you're like, that shit fucking sucks. Yeah, it probably does. But before it existed, you see some dude that just treats his kids like fucking punching bags. And you're like, wait a second, how do we solve that? But we haven't seen that problem. So we forget that problem exists. It's just like escrow. Like people, people don't realize how good it is to be able to do a chargeback. Try buying some shit with crypto sometime. <laughs> they, if they don't want to refund you, you ain't getting a fucking refund, buddy. It, and that shit sucks. Like it paralyzes commerce. The fact that you, I'm telling you, if someone messages you and I get messaged a lot and they say, Hey, I'll do X, Y, Z, anything for you. Pay me. And it's like, yeah, I don't know who the fuck you are. Okay. Well then how do we, how do we bridge that gap? If someone could actually do some good work and you got money and they can do good work, how can you bridge that gap with credit card? It's easy. Okay. I paid you. Oh, it didn't work out? Okay, I charge it back. It works. It's liquid. But with crypto, man, it's really fucking hard. It's almost insolvable, truthfully. You got to do something small and, and build trust and then do another thing and then do another thing. You can't just do the top thing at once and they might just fuck you on the top thing anyway. And that's that's because we don't have reversible payments. But people don't realize how important that shit is. Like, think about, think about some, what someone would have to do to actually convince you uh, to pay them crypto. How many security guarantees and, and different fucking things they have to do for you to feel like you weren't going to get fucked? 
And even if in the end you felt like you weren't going to get fucked, that guy could still fuck you. And you have no recourse, but with a credit card you do. People forget why these things exist. Libertarians, they forget why these things exist until the shit hits the fan. And they're like, yo, yo, fucking help. I need a bailout. I need fucking something. <clears throat> All right. Spencer says, uh, I'm expecting a settlement late this summer or early fall, and I'll have tens of thousands to invest. Will I miss the Bitcoin boat? When do you expect over $10,000 a coin? Well, we cannot give you economic advice. So you do what you want with your saving, dude. As far as the price of Bitcoin, I think that... You are kind of missing a boat if you're not getting in within the next few months. Uh, but that being said, there may be still opportunities to make cash uh, starting the summer, starting the fall, next winter. I, d I just don't know when the next big bull run will happen. Do you, uh, Richard? You know, you have to be careful making forward-looking statements, but you don't have to be careful making backwards-looking statements. Hex is up 12x versus Bitcoin in like 101 or 110 days. Go look at the chart. Uniswap.hex.vision. Right. So like, you, uh, I'll give you one other tip. Crypto can go up a lot higher than you think, and it can go down a lot lower than you think. It's a very good tip to remember because there ain't no certainty in this game. There's not. Absolutely. Machiavelliscus says, uh, what, uh, he says, fractional reserve lending. Uh, I don't know what that means. Are you familiar with the term? Maybe yeah. he wants an explanation of it. Originally, fractional so fractional reserve lending means you have a vault. People store gold in your vault. You give them a receipt for their gold. Every gold bar equals one receipt. And then one day you go, you know what? No one ever asked for all their gold at once. So what if I just handed out twice as many receipts as I have gold? Who would know? And that's how fractional reserve was born. And that's how, ah. that's how your exchange works a lot of the time. That's how banks work. That's how the federal government works. It's rehypothecation and refractional reserve all the fucking way down, turtles all the way down. And here's something that I'm going to tell you that no one else will. You will see rehypothecation and fractional reserve on hard assets like cryptocurrency, like Bitcoin, just like you did on gold, same shit will happen. The same things that developed around gold and normal hard currencies will develop around crypto as well. So for instance, we got into crypto to get rid of banks, right? Yeah. Well, isn't it interesting that the top 2000 addresses have 40% of all Bitcoin? Hmm. I guess we fucked that up. We got, we got crypto to get rid of banks, right? So what are people doing? They're giving their crypto to things that look identical to banks to try and get yield, that they try and lend it out to people. But because there's so much crypto that people just sit on anyway, the lending rates have gone to shit. Your lending rate annually on Ethereum is like 0.04%. That's, that's what you can get paid to, to put your Ethereum into a lending platform. And the, the reason it's so low is because so many people just gave their keys to these people which is the opposite of what crypto is designed for and invented for. They gave their keys to these middlemen and these counterparties, and then they get hacked and they lose the money. Like Quadriga CX in Canada lost all the money. And Cryptopia New Zealand lost all the money. And Mt. Gox in Japan lost all the money. And BTCE and wherever they were lost most of the money, right? Government seizure on that one. But it's like, how many times do people have to be taught the same lesson over and over again? Heck solves this. No middlemen, no humans, no 
AML, no KYC. It's you and the blockchain. You are the network. You mint your rewards. No begging some electricity company to pollute for you. No dumping the price. Like it, It's just so good. It solves so many things. Check it out. It's free. If you're a Bitcoin holder, it's free. You could get it for free. Did you have Bitcoin in uh, December 1st of 2019? Uh, I had some. Well, uh, then you get uh, some free hacks. 2019. Uh, oh, yeah. So that was a couple of months ago. Yeah, I had some. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you get some free hacks then. Um, try it out. Yeah, I think right. I, th I think that we are creating the same shit that we tried to escape, and it makes me very angry. Most of the Bitcoin should be in the hands of the people. That's the reason it was invented. It should not be in someone else's hands. If your Bitcoin and your private keys are in someone else's hands, you are fucking up. You are doing it wrong. You are likely to lose your money. Stop doing that shit. We have trustless interest now. You don't need to go to a shitty counterparty that loses your keys. <clears throat> All right, we have one last question before I would have to move to a solo part of the show because I have some news to cover mm -hmm. solo. Uh, Nick says, hey, Richard, should we ban alcohol, guns, cars, and anything that kills over 10K people a year? No, I don't think so. But I'll tell you what, uh, if you've spent time in Australia or you've spent time in Miami, Australia's a lot nicer. You don't got to wear a bulletproof vest. Your belt doesn't sit crooked because the gun's weighing down one side. Vest is hot real hot. You don't want to wear one in the summer. You really don't even want to wear one in the winter. They're not great. Uh, you know, I've lived in the wild west and I've lived in not the wild west. And I can tell you not the wild west is better. And the fact that 35,000 35,000 deaths occur from guns in the States a year is a high price to pay for insurance against tyranny. Now the rest of the world actually benefits from that. The 35,000 dead Americans per year benefits Mexico and benefits Canada because good luck invading the United States or good luck trying to do some tyranny in the United States because there's some batshit crazy people that are going to be taking pot shots at you, whether you got a tank, whether you got a helicopter, they don't care. They're going to be shooting at you. And half of them got Barrett fifties, not half, but enough. So it's like uh, a Barrett fifties, like an ordnance rifle that destroys helicopter motors. It's like mm -hmm. amazing. Uh, it's like a 60 pound rifle. Um, if, there are th other countries do things better than America. They get better health outcomes. They get better everything. They, they measure better. They're smarter. They live longer. They're healthier. They have less crime. Their garbage gets taken out more. Everything's fucking better. And it ain't magic. It's not because they're better human beings. It's because they have a better fucking system. If you would get your thumb out of your ass and learn from what works in the rest of the fucking world, then you could brag about doing it better than they do. If you want to pretend that you're smarter than other countries, you better be scoring better on tests. If you want to pretend that you're a safer country than other countries or more civil, well, then why do you have the highest incarceration, incarceration rate of any fucking country in history? Your shit's fucked up and you need to fix it. And owning more guns don't fix it. I, I, like, I like when there was a, a concert in Las Vegas, a country music concert in Las Vegas, and some guy with 20 fucking machine guns unloads them into the crowd. Well, what are you going to do? Return fire? Do you know what you're supposed to do with trajectory when it's higher? You actually have to aim less high when it's an inclined, but you didn't know that. You, you, like, you wouldn't hit the fucking guy, right? So the, con the only response to a guy firing 20 machine guns out of a fucking uh, hotel window is to just not have everyone loaded up with fucking machine guns because no amount, there's no counterplay. There's no fucking counterplay. I, I do uh, practical shooting. I know how to fucking shoot. What am I going to do to that guy? 
I'm going to get shot is what I'm going to do because there's no fucking counterplay. And when I, when I'm not with my family and my family's out and about and you know, they don't have, uh, my protection, how the fuck is my gun with me going to protect them at a distance? The only thing that protects them at a distance is everyone being less fucking assholey with less weapons of war. And another thing, you guys that love guns, which I like guns a lot, you need to carry mace. There's a reason that the police officer carries a baton and mace and a gun, because for a lot of situations, mace is superior than the fucking gun. All right, drunk uncle, won't stop doing stupid shit. You want to shoot him or you want to spray him? But you people are just not concerned with actual safety. If you want an actual home safety, you'd invest in fucking door locks. But how many people take, you know, boarding up their windows seriously? Instead, they want to dream that they're going to wake up and be fucking Rambo, and they don't actually take real security. You want, you want a secure house? Build a moat. Build a fucking moat. How many of you guys build moats? How many of you guys have like a, like a fucking uh, a, uh, pawn shop? Two doors. You go through one, and now you got to get through another. Back when I lived in my warehouse, I had multiple fucking doors, and I had a two-by-four that fucking went down because I cared about my safety because I grew up in a shitty fucking place. And I didn't say, oh, you know what? I'm just going to leave this fucking window wide open and hope that my 40 caliber fucking saves me. Like, it ain't going to do the trick. Like, and by the way, if you're doing home defense, you should have a shotgun with double eye buck anyway, because it reduces your penetration and you're not killing your fucking family through the walls. And you're hitting somebody with eight thirty-two caliber rounds in their vital organs at once. It beats the shit out of something that just flies out of them. People, people are not good at what the fuck they do. Can, can I show my shit before I, uh, before I leave? Yeah, absolutely. I would right. just say that's another area uh, with which we disagree. Uh, personally, I'm a big fan of gun rights. And yes, I do believe that the insurance against the state has had even uh, practical effects in the U.S. I think that ultimately there's a reason the American people is still more free than those countries that you present where everything you say goes better. Uh, there's one thing that doesn't go better in Canada with respect to the U.S. and it's free speech, it's the invasion of private rights by the government, it's the taxation, and ultimately I think it boils down to the American people being still able to claim its own liberty where most countries have abandoned it. Uh, look, the United States, if more guns made the United States better, the United States would be the best fucking place in the entire world by far. And it is. We got a lot of guns. <laughs> and it is, in my view. <laughs> I live there, man. It's you know what? If you're in the middle, maybe it's all right. But you get to the water, you're gonna see some violence, dude. You're gonna see some fucking. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's helicopters. Like you'll see the helicopter chase on television, and then you'll see a bright light outside. And you're like, yeah, that's my street. No shit. You hear the car accidents happening around you. <laughs> a lot of countries, man. You don't hear none of that shit. There's no crunching. There's no firearms. There's no fucking. You've been at. You, look, you ain't never. Have, I've had to draw my gun on people. It ain't great. Like, I've had people try and run me over with their car. I've had fucking every, every kind of shitty thing happen to me in Florida you could think of. Just go to floridaman.reddit.com and you'll be like, yo, actually, anything's better than this. <laughs> They're throwing alligators in the drive through window and shit. <clears throat> so. All right. You wanted to show us yeah. something? Yeah. I want to shill. What I is it? I just want to shill my social. Okay, absolutely. And okay. I've put a link to your Twitter in the right. description below. You're yeah. also on Telegram. Yeah. Uh, wh where else can we see you? So I'm on youtube.com forward slash Richard Hart, which I don't broadcast on because they are about to ban that channel because they love to ban everything. So now I'm on yeah. youtube.com forward slash SciVive. I wrote a book, a couple books are free. You can download them. Basically how to get rich, how to get laid, how to be happy, how to do everything 
Um, it's at t.me forward slash SciVive. Click the pinned link up top. We've got Hex Crypto free tokens uh, up 12x versus Bitcoin in the last 110 days. Went up when everything else went down. It's free, audited, amazing. Uh, Hex.win or pumpamentals.com if you want a 10% bonus. Uh, hexdex.win if you want to see that on chain exchange, which is amazing. Hexdex.win, H E X D E X.win. We've got Hex Crypto on Telegram, 20,700 members. We got uh, twitter.com forward slash Richard Hartwin, like 60,000 or something. And uh, so we got free books, free chat, free videos, free tokens, free basically everything. Like, come hang out. It's, it's good fun. Wonderful. So some of these links are in the description below for the mm -hmm. other people can type it in their browser. Thank you so much for coming, Richard. It was Thanks a great pleasure me, it was talking a great to you. Bye-bye. See you, man. All right, guys. I'm going to have a private chat with you all since I'm already here. That was fun. <clears throat> it, I don't... It's so weird that, like... People keep quoting the death rate of a virus that's had a year to do its killing to the death rate of a virus that's had a couple months to do its killing. And in most places, no time at all. Doesn't make any sense. Doesn't make any sense. It would be like, <laughs> time matters. Time, it matters. And if, if time passes, but it hasn't even had a chance to infect a place, that time didn't even count. <clears throat> All right, chat. Let's see how it's going. I see we got uh, a quarter of the audience on Twitch. Nice. That's good. If you guys got any friends that you want to send a link to this live stream, please do it because our viewer numbers are wrecked from changing channels. Because, well, there's, uh, you know, 50K over there and there's 1K over here. So. 50x less subscribers on this channel, gonna get less viewers. <clears throat> All right. I'm reading your chat here. Do I think that David thinks that guns are good because he hasn't gone through a similar death situation that you have? Um, look, I like guns a lot. Uh, and if people are going to have them, I'm going to have one. But if we could all get rid of them, all right, that's better. Because um, I've lived both ways. I know which ways are better. Um, yeah, look, people like weird shit. I mean, there's some people that like having sex with actual cars in the tailpipe. Now, I'm not saying all gun lovers are weird like that. But, like, if you if you want guns to actually... I like power. I like feeling powerful. Guns make you feel powerful. That's probably enough, right? Because you are powerful, right? So that's probably enough. If you're actually like utilitarian and you're trying to measure how much utility you're getting out of it, usually not much, right? It's, it's usually a lot of hassle, a lot. Yeah, I think, I think it's like fighters, right? If you go out with some fighters at night and there's some shit like yelling going down, the fighters know how quickly that can turn into something real fucked up and they don't actually want to participate in that. 
So the people that know how to fight the best are usually the least interested in getting to a fight because they know how it can go bad. Right. Um, but the stupid motherfuckers that ain't, you know, they're not professional fighters. They don't fight that much. They think fighting's great. <laughs> I think guns might be the same way, you know, uh, people that have to fucking use them probably get bored of having to, to live at that, that level, right? The like be ready to kill everyone around you kind of level. It's not that fun. <clears throat> when do you see all the people have a wallet? So the narrative of currency starts to play out. Um, I mean, hmm. Maybe Hex could do it. I mean, look, you got to find that killer app that gets viral, right? You need the virality. Because the cost to onboard a new customer is just too high. The, the cost to get the marketing in front of them is too high. It really helps to get the virality to do that because your cost to acquire new customers, nothing, right? The customers acquire new customers for you. So I think until, until the virality kicks off, there's no way that we're going to have everyone having a wallet. Now, maybe, maybe a Facebook uh, Libra had kicked off that could have got enough wallets into enough hands to maybe help us bridge that gap. So if Libra or something similar could get enough wallets installed, it would really help. Answer the 100K Bitcoin question you avoided earlier. What? Was there a 100K Bitcoin question? Did someone ask when I think Bitcoin could go over 100K? Uh, well, man, it can't get to 10 K now. So you're asking for a 10 X past 10 K nine years. I don't know, man. I mean, I'm pulling a number out of my ass here. You gotta, this isn't the right question to ask me during a pandemic. I need to see what the recovery looks like. Right. <clears throat> Conspiracy theorists are running amok these days. Can I speak to that? Yes. Conspiracy theorists are interested in conspiracies they can do nothing about because it's fan fiction. It's fantasy football. There's real conspiracies fucking everyone's life up every day, like Gmail, reading all of your email. But no one actually gives a fuck. No one cares because they could actually do something about that. The military industrial complex, the United States spends 10 or 11 times all the other guys combined. What the fuck? Like, or, or they spend more than the next 11 combined or whatever. Why? It's stupid. It's who are you protecting yourself from? Those are the other guys. They're not spending shit. Stop wasting your fucking money, right? There's huge conspiracies all around us that you could do things about, but then they'd actually have to do something. So much better to spend all your time fantasizing, dreaming of shit that you can't do anything about. What's the maximum profit any conspiracy theorist has ever made? Alex Jones selling you maximum vitality fucking sugar pills. That's it. Okay, what other profit has been made? All the people that listen to these conspiracy theories, what is the maximum positive outcome that has occurred from doing that shit? Do you make money on it? No. Do you learn new skills? 
Can you dance, fight, pick up nickels with your butt? No. So what the fuck good is it? Where's the utility from this fucking fantasy football bullshit? There is no utility in it. There's absolutely no utility in it. And I realized that all this conspiracy stuff was bullshit. Not all of it. Just the stuff you guys care about. There's other real conspiracies. Comcast Cable's fucking you up. You've never had less choice in banking. You've never had less choice in internet service providers. You've never had less choice in social fucking things. There's a world of conspiracies beating your ass every day that you just don't care about. I'm getting banned the fuck off of YouTube. I can't speak with the words I want to use because the bot will ban me. You guys doing anything about that? You know, I read your questions. They're shutting you down too. They're silencing your voice. You can't talk to me and I can't talk back and our freedom of association is being destroyed. You guys doing anything about that? No, probably not. You're talking about fucking 5G and shit. There's conspiracies all over the place. They're just not the retarded shit you're talking about. So, yeah, there's no profit in it. You guys should upgrade your lives and uh, spend your time, you know, doing anything else. Anything else. Because there's tons of conspiracies all around you that you can actually fight, right? Some are political, some are social, some are scientific. You know, right now, cancer and heart disease are coming for you. You're 80% likely to die of cancer or heart disease. 80%. It's coming for you. Are you doing anything to fight that? Are you funding research? Are you a doctor? Are you a researcher? What are you waiting for? You're going to get killed. Your pets are going to die. Your family's going to die. You're going to fucking die earlier and more painfully than necessary because you're sitting on the internet reading about fucking 5G while the Grim Reaper's coming to kill you. And look in your family tree and tell me of all the dead people in your family tree, how many of them got killed by conspiracies and how many of them died of the fucking whimper. Yeah. Do some shit that's actually making a difference in the fucking world. Fantasy fiction fucking conspiracy bullshit is not making anyone's life better whatsoever. Nobody's. <clears throat> what? No, you're breathing disease on me, dude. Can I smash you for that? Like, so stupid. <clears throat> Somebody says Hex absolutely smashing right now. You make me want to check the price chart. Let's do... I'm looking at another chart. Got to spice it up. Sorry for the delay, y'all. You'll live. Oh, shit. Hex is killing it right now. Wow. Nice. <laughs> That's fucking cool. I was checking different pairs. Yeah, that's great, man. We broke that all-time high. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> that's awesome. Thank you for the heads up. That's really great. Let me let me do a little measurement on the chart here. Come on, stupid chart. I love it. Pumpamentals.com, hexdex.win. Amazing. So amazing. 
Richard, what school of virology did you study at? I studied at the school of you don't have to go to school to know that it takes time for things to happen. So if, if a new disease shows up and you measure it one microsecond later before anyone could catch it, you're not measuring the strength of the disease. You're measuring time. And if you lock down all the populations so it's harder for the disease to get around, you're not measuring the power of the disease. You're measuring time, which is why you look at case fatality rates instead of total deaths. Because if you're going to look at total deaths, cancer and heart disease makes everything look weak, huh? And that's not how this shit works. You don't just count the number of deaths. Like, hey, how many people died in Antarctica? Well, if it was 100% of the population, it would still only be like 25 people, right? So you can't just count the number of deaths. It's the stupidest thing I've ever seen. What, like, why? <laughs> You're measuring the effectiveness of the lockdown. You're measuring the effectiveness of time and distance. You're not measuring the effectiveness of the disease's ability to kill you. In order to measure that, you've got to only like compare the people that got it. And of the people that got it, how many of them got fucked up? That, that's how you measure that, right? And then see how they do without treatment when the medical facilities are overrun. And by the way, when the facilities are overrun, it doesn't matter whether you got there from a car accident or stroke or COVID, the beds are all full. Well, then I guess you're just going to have to die. And people talk about going to the ICU like it's just kind of fun fucking game. It, it's called intensive for a reason. You don't want to do it. You don't want to go to the hospital normally. You really, really don't want to go to the ICU. Like It's like a coin toss whether you're going to live or not. When they put you on a ventilator, I think like one third of the people that get ventilated live or some shit like that. That ain't great. <clears throat> and then you'll have diminished like lung capacity for the rest of your life and it can affect your heart as well. Why? Just wait till the fucking vaccine. What's the rush? Wait for the vaccine. <clears throat> or wait for everyone else to get herd immunity. The people are too stupid to stay home. You have to go out and work. Okay, well, then you have to go out and work. A lot of people don't. Most most meetings could have been emails. Many countries are planning to reopen shops to save the economy. All you have to do is watch the movie Contagion. The shit was all in there. All of this shit was in there. Different countries making different forms of the vaccine. People talking about shit that might cure it that really won't. Uh, locking down state by state having a pass on your arm that lets you go into a zone that's already been clear with a bunch of people disinfecting it. It's all in the fucking movie. Just watch the movie contagion. Like, so yes, eventually shops should reopen when people have been tested to have antibodies against the shit. And then it's safe to work with them or safe as you're going to get. Hi, Richard. I happen to live in NYC metro area. Can you send me a link about those tractor trailer full of dead bodies? How about you fucking Google it, bro? I'm not inventing this shit. I'm not making it up. And it's not just fucking New York. It's all over the place. If you wanted to be smart, if you wanted to be smart and shit talk the comment, you'd go, the reason the morgues are full is because people are off work. And that would sound more compelling, right? And then I would just go look at the all-cost vitality rate up 40 or 50%. And then you'd have to shut the fuck up, right? Like, so I can argue your point better than you and you're still wrong. <clears throat> I 
Oh, this is a cool comment. Can we conquer the galaxy if we don't consider viruses a threat? Every new planet has unexpected biological threats. Listen, noobs. China tried to pretend this shit wasn't serious. They got wrecked, and then the world got wrecked. Stop trying to do their fucking plan A. It didn't work. Pretending it's not happening didn't work. <clears throat> they tried. They really tried. The hospitals get to 50,000 per death related to COVID. That's why death rates are high. No, you stupid fuck. They're not killing their patients. There's not extra people to be killed to fucking inflate the number. Relabeling deaths doesn't generate new deaths. It's not a serial killer movie. I can't believe that you see hospitals full of physicians begging you to stay home. And then you're like, ah, fuck those guys. <laughs> they just want the money. If they wanted the money, they'd ask you to come out. <laughs> you know, they shut down all the elective surgeries, right? Like the hospital makes a lot less money because the vast majority of shit that they make their money on, they're not doing because they just have the ICU with COVID shit. You guys are stupid. Nobody's getting tit jobs, bruh. Why are you fuckers so stupid? Why? Why are you so fucking stupid? I don't understand it. Do you, do you hate, like... Oh, why? <sighs> Bye, he says. Mm-hmm. Hey guys, every country in the world landed on the same playbook, even geopolitical enemies, because there's a real threat that they're all fighting and they're all doing the same shit to fight the same threat. Could you get them on the same page about anything else? Could you get them to fucking have the same fiscal policy or the same human rights? You can't get these people to do the same fucking anything. But when the virus comes and starts killing the shit out of people, they all were like, yo, how can we fucking fight this? And they all landed on the same playbook. UK was like, oh, we're going to do herd immunity. And they're like, nope, no, we're not. Uh, maybe Sweden's doing a different playbook. Maybe. But you don't know whether those guys just self-isolated anyway. Oh, the theaters are open. Yeah, but how many people are in them? And until I see that number, it doesn't matter whether they're fucking open or not. It matters how many people are there. <clears throat> open does not mean people attending. Can you go over on how to get Hex if you're new? Yeah, install metamask.io on uh, Firefox add-on if you're on Android, Chrome or Firefox if you're on desktop, and if you're on uh, if you're on iOS, I I guess you can just install a Trust Wallet and you're not going to be able to stake or claim, but you will be able to go to hexdex.win. So, uh, if you use Coinbase, you can get USDC, no fees in the United States, uh, and you can transform that uh, into hex at hexdex.win. Uh, or you could use the adoption amplifier, which transforms daily. Uh, you can transform your ETH into hex. And that is pumpamentals.com. And if you're in MetaMask, you can click deposit and then it'll send you a link. A little a link will pop up to this thing called Wire. And you can uh, get Ethereum, which you can then transform into hex by pumpmetals.com, go to hex.win. Pumpmetals.com gives you a 10% bonus. It writes to affiliate 
uh, cookie there and then go to hex.wins the actual place where you can you know do all that stuff mint your coins free claim your bitcoin all that stuff um so if you want to turn debit card into fiat then wire does it for four percent i think it's about as good as deals you're gonna find i think um and then if you want to get in with no fees you can do coinbase to usdc but it takes a couple days before they'll actually give you the usdc apparently um yeah so you need to get crypto basically um so you, we got run 28 exchanges so if you want to trade doge or rubles or a korean won or waves or ethereum or bitcoin or i'm pretty sure it's a dogecoin already they're all pairs are available to trade all of those things um hextech.win is the best but it just does erc20s and ethereum it doesn't do uh all those other things so if you want to do those other things then uh i mean you can even go to hex otc on telegram and then uh maybe find someone to trade with uh there you know we even have atomic cross swaps between uh, Bitcoin and uh, Hex, but you got to have the other party online to do it. So you kind of got to both say, "Hey, let's like do a trade or whatever." So if you go to uh, t.me forward slash Hex Crypto, they can refer you to the right place. Twenty thousand eight hundred people in there. <laughs> Somebody says tailpipe orgasm is best orgasm. <laughs> yeah, back when the tailpipes were real. Now they're all like, they're just fake tailpipes half the time, right? <laughs> <clears throat> this, uh, some of these comments do you believe money printing will help crypto go higher than it is before yeah sure after the contraction's over i think but you got to overcome the shrinking first. Hex made us install wallets. Glad to hear that. God. Somebody in chat asks, if Hex is so hyped, why haven't you tried to get it on Binance and other exchanges? Bro, how old is Hex? 110 days. Fuck yourself. You go do it. Okay, peer-to-peer -peer distributed decentralized system. You want it somewhere, you go do it. Don't ask other people to do your work for you. This is not that kind of project. In this project, you expect no work from others, none. So that shit sounded like work to me. So you go do it. <clears throat> Sorry, 28 exchanges isn't enough in 110 days for your ass. Well, you go make it happen. <clears throat> And by the way, Hextex.win is better than Binance, as long as you don't have to go cross-chain. If you're just doing ERC-20s, better. Go try it. They randomly lock accounts. Ain't fun. What do I think about the shift in percentage of stakes from 70% earlier from launch? Well, I mean, I guess if you're a staker, you just start making a lot more money because it gets spread across a lot less shares. And I guess if you care about the market cap, the uh, market cap's a lot higher because when you stake coins, they get burnt and then they don't count as circulating and then they don't count for market cap. 
So if you like getting paid more as a staker and you like a higher market cap, you're probably really in love with lower rates of participation in staking. <clears throat> Why would Netflix and Amazon not be at all time highs? Their business went up, their revenue went up, their number of users went up. Why the fuck, like, their fundamentals are great. So why, I don't know. I don't know why you're surprised about that. Believe it or not, the comments have been better tonight than, than usual. There's actually a lot of good comments in the chat here. I like, I'm not really like, so for example, somebody says FSB recommended to ban all stable coins. So Libra is probably on that list. Yeah. But you know, you have to figure out what percentage of SSB recommendations actually get accepted. And furthermore, it is not their job to regulate a lot of things. So for instance, it is not their job to regulate contracts between private entities. So if I say you'll scratch my back and I say you'll scratch your back or whatever, you get the idea. Just government entities have a wheelhouse that is theirs that they operate within the confines of and they don't step on the toes of other agencies usually so i don't i don't really see i don't really say a legal way i haven't looked into this very much so this is, this is like very layman's kind of just off the top of my head a stable coin is basically a, a coupon. So if, if you go into an arcade and you buy a token, it lets you play a game. Okay, you have a token, you get a game. And then if you have a stable coin, you get a token. And if you go to their store, their exchange, you can get a dollar. Okay. And if you have like a coupon for a Pepsi, you can get a Pepsi. I'm not exactly sure how they think that it's within their purview or area of influence to regulate what you're allowed to uh, give coupons out for, you know, like, I, I don't know why they think they can do that because whatever, I think they'd have to write new laws. I mean, I don't think there's existing legislation that, that covers that. But hey, I, I very lightly looked at that, so I would need to read more up on it. I'm just saying, just because I'm, how many, how many years have we been hearing about banning Bitcoin? How many years? Every fucking year. We hear about it every year. So I, I consider it the same kind of thing. What do I think about Noam Chomsky? Man, he's so old now. So old. Really smart guy. Uh, got a lot of things really right, but didn't have, uh, the impact that, uh, you know, he probably wished to have seen in the world. So being right, is not enough. You gotta be right and do a lot of things right too.
Thanks for your work, Richard. The Hex community is amazing. Can you please discuss the things being worked on by community members? Sure. Um, there's team guys building out. Uh, now look, Hex is about no expectations. Okay. However, if there's some people building some stuff, maybe it gets finished one day, maybe it doesn't. I'm going to tell you what I currently know is currently happening. There's some people working on a mobile app um, focused on Asia uh, that will allow you to do referral using QR code. I think the app will work in China, which right now MetaMask doesn't work in China. And MetaMask is how you stake and uh, claim your hex most easily. You can use other things like hardx.xyz, etherscan.io, and other hex.win. But anything that uses MetaMask uh, is pretty much blocked in China. So having a way for people to be able to stake and claim that doesn't use MetaMask should you know, solve that for Chinese users. So I actually don't know what they're doing in there. Um, I, I haven't spent one minute in the chat room. So I'm too busy doing other stuff. So I'd be excited to see when that comes out. I think their website's hex.business. Maybe they put something up on there. I, I haven't even been to the site. Uh, we've got, there's people researching margin trading. It's actually harder than, uh, you might've thought because there's some parts that aren't open source. So they have to be built and that's actually a lot of building. Not sure how that one's, uh, <laughs> it's a lot harder than if you, <laughs> I think there's more of that system that is closed source than open source that would need to be built. So that seems pretty hard. What else? Um, Coin Market Cap's been adding a lot of uh, the other exchanges that Hex is on, so that maybe one day they put us where I think Hex belongs on the front page, as we are on Coin Paprika. You know, we've got thousands and thousands and thousands of real users and millions and millions and millions of dollars of real liquidity and millions of dollars of real transactions and hundreds of thousands, like every single metric is there to show that this is as legit as a cryptocurrency could possibly be. And if the metrics aren't enough, I don't know what is the passage of time, luck. I don't know. Um, it's really weird. I don't understand it. Cause when you look at the front page, there's a lot of shit there that, is not interesting or impressive or good. And uh, it's weird that as amazing as Hex is with $1.5 billion of Bitcoin that's claimed it and top, you know, app on Ethereum for how long by users, like number one to number five, top by users for like, since it's existed, it's just crazy. Like what else can there be? <laughs> it's on, you know, what else can there be? I don't know. Hopefully it gets fixed, but there's nothing, I don't know. It's weird. It's like a black box, right? You don't know what the decision-making is going on there. What else? We've got, there's some website updates. So like another hex.win got added to the homepage. So you've got, you know, hardhex.xyz, another hex.win got added to the homepage. So it's easy for people to have a bunch of different ways to run the code if they want to run it. We got Russian translations done, but they're not on the homepage. They got to be like added. 
Russian community's picking up. There's, I think, 400 people in there now. It might be 600 people in there now. And it's neat because Yobit's a Russian exchange, and there's pretty good liquidity on there. I think there's like 60 grand of liquidity, maybe. I noticed it because uh, CoinMarketCap just started like showing that number, the liquidity number for that exchange. I don't know why they show liquidity for some exchanges, but not all of them. I wish they would show liquidity for Uniswap. I wish because Uniswap's the best, and hexdex.win is an easy way to access Uniswap to run the Uniswap code. Um, what other new stuff is there? It's probably a million things I'm missing. I mean, I don't know. We're like really high market cap now. <laughs> the price is really high. Let's look at that. What is the market cap of Hex right now? It is number 55. Holy shit, it's up 20% in 24 hours. God damn. That's uh, pretty good. $500,000 uh, in this liquidity bar here on the bid. So it would take $500,000 sell to move the price down 10% is what these liquidity bars on Coin Paprika mean. And it would only take 428,000 to move it up 10%. It's interesting because there's more centralized exchanges with asymmetrical order books, you're getting a, a different, you're getting a thicker bid and a thinner ask currently. Whereas if it was just Uniswap, they'd be about the same. So it's it's interesting that now the there's an asymmetry to the bid and the ask now where it's thicker on the bid side. That's interesting. I mean, after a big price move up, you'd think the bid side would be thinner because people manually have to fill in the bids where they couldn't have bid previously because the price was living there. So when the price moves up a lot, it leaves a vacuum that people have to manually put their bids back. So I'm actually surprised that after a 20% move up in a day, that there's more bid support than there is sell resistance. That's very interesting. I'd like to actually look at the different order books to, to figure out why that is. It's pretty cool. Um, yeah, 100 and how many days old is Hex? How long ago was December 3rd? 136 days? No. Can't be. Doesn't make any sense. So Hex is on... Yeah, actually, it is 136 days. Shit. I'm quoting 110 and stuff. Time's flying. Oh, no, it's 110 from the low. Okay. Yeah. So we had 110 days from the low. So Hex info... Hmm. Proxy makes everything go so slow. I'm not gonna wait for it. So we're on day 137 of the adoption amplifier. Of 351. I think being in the 50s in four months is pretty good. Not bad. And uh, I did a chart today that showed that there was only three red days where you could have possibly uh, gotten a worse ratio than today. So day one guys, day two guys, they're not in the green yet in the adoption amplifier. And then like uh, one day, maybe 14 days ago, 
was also a little bit higher. Well, no, now I think that since I've been on the stream, I think that the uh, that there's only maybe two red days. So there's only two days you could have gotten into hacks and and not be ahead, basically. If you're looking at just the AA ratio of like how many Ethereum it takes to for you to like mint your own hacks. Um, and you you know people that hate hearing about the 12x or more now that hex is over uh, Bitcoin in 110 days or so they they try and pretend it's not happening because they don't want to feel like they were wrong they don't want to feel like they missed out they're stupid and they're stubborn and so they dream up shit like ah oh, you know people are probably still down mm, I don't know man this chart says uh, the vast vast 133 or 134 out of 136 days are up now so if you got in on any of those 134 days you got a better ratio than now so like they're just stupid people are just stupid imagine imagine if you did the same thing for bitcoin right hey bitcoin was used to be 20k now it's a uh, 7k so can never talk about it again can never talk about buying dips, can never talk about going from 3K to 7K and how somebody's up 100%. Nope, can't do that anymore because it used to be higher. All those idiots that thought that way, that didn't see an opportunity when it presented itself to them, now they're complaining because you guys that saw the opportunity reap the rewards. You love Bitcoin? Well, you got 12X more of it now had you got in uh, 110 days ago, 111 days ago. Well, do you, do you want 12X of the thing you love so much? Maybe you should have learned from the people that tried to educate you. <clears throat> it's funny. How will they, <laughs> let's have a hypothetical, totally hypothetical. Price could drop 85% at any time. Could go to zero at any time. I have no idea, okay? I have no idea what the price is gonna do. What if, what if, let's say that the most important order book is the Uniswap order book because it has probably more than $8 million in it now. But uh, let's take a look. How much liquidity is in hexdex.win right now? Oh, fucking everything's slow. All right, internet. 8.5 million. 21% up versus fucking ETH today. God damn. Fuck, that's a lot of up, man. Somebody bought this bitch up. Interesting. I mean, am I, am I misreading this shit? Is this like USD or something? I don't know. I mean, I find it hard to believe that it's up 24. To, uh, is it really up 20% versus ETH today? No, nah, that shit was USD. Okay. Okay, hold on. Let's go. Let's go revisit that. Okay, it's up six point three percent versus ETH. It's up twenty percent versus fiat. Okay, now I understand. <laughs> okay, it's like what the hell. Um, because like USD went up twenty percent today, and if you went up twenty percent ETH and ETH went up twenty percent, then you'd go up like forty percent, right? Something like that, more or less. So, which would be pretty cool because that would put the market cap at like 120 million right now the market caps uh 
Right now the market cap's 94 million. Who? <laughs> oh, four month old coin, 94 million. Not bad. Not bad. People don't realize how easy it is for the price in Hex to go up. People lock their coins on average for 1,500 days. That's four years. It's really like 4.5, I think. Four years they lock up their coins. You can't sell coins that are locked. What do you think is going to happen to the price? What do you think is going to happen to something? People keep buying it. They can't sell it. What do you think is going to happen to the price? It's, I mean, <laughs> like it's, so because if Uniswap continues to be, and it's hextex.win is the URL, if it continues to be uh, the leading exchange and the retraces continue to be very light, then, I mean, so let's say that the, the bid side support is 4 million, let's call it. If the bid side support is 4 million and you put another 4 million in, the price goes up fourfold. If you triple it, it goes up ninefold. If you quadruple it, it goes up 16-fold. That's the math of how the automatic automated market maker works. Because what happens is if you double the amount of ETH, then you cut the amount of hex in half. And then a double and a half makes a 4x ratio. And if you 3x and then make a third, makes a 9x ratio. Now people can sell into that, right? Like it's not, it, it, this would be the price move in a single trade, right? So if you put in, if you put in $8 million, that would triple the size of the ETH in the pool. And then it would 9X the price. So if you got $12 million put in, it would 4X the pool and it would 16X the price. And it would put the fucking market cap at number 11 market cap at like 1.3 billion. And that was math I did like a couple hours ago. Now it's probably higher because I think the market cap was like 80 something million some hours ago. Now it's 90 something million. So basically more or less discounting people selling into it and stuff and you know, a, re a retrace and all that in a single trade, if someone put in 12 million, Price is going up 16x. God damn. People don't realize how easy it is to make this price move up. It's just crazy. Like, it's <laughs> exciting. <laughs> I cannot wait to see what happens. Ah. Somebody says this is some nice ASMR keyword. Bro, you have no idea. Listen. Let me tell you what that is. That's uh, die sub PBT keycaps with rubber bands on Tope Ray lubricated MX stems using Crytox or Kirtox. I think it's Crytox though. Uh, PTFE lubricant and silenced with uh, rings. Can't remember what they're made of. I think it's a polymer of some sort. So this is actually about as good as a keyboard can possibly sound. Um, sorry. 
yeah, I'm, I like this keyboard quite a bit. I could show it to you. It's blue sticky stuff holding it to a piece of wood. <laughs> Not that aesthetic. The keyboard itself is damned amazing, but the uh, the blue sticky stuff onto wood, not that aesthetic. Richard, how can a noob get hex? Go to install metamask.io, click deposit. It'll say wire, W-I-R-E, click it. You can put your bank card in there and get Ethereum. And then you can use the Ethereum to mint your own hex at pumpamentals.com, go to hex.win, or you can purchase hex at uh, hexdex.win, which is uh, another peer-to-peer -peer contract. So it's it's all trustless. There's no middlemen. There's no counterparty risk. There's no custody. It's all peer-to-peer -peer open source code. Actually, hex isn't. It's openly verifiable and audible code. But technically, it's not like free to copy and stuff. <clears throat> Hey, Rich, after the pandemic, what industries do I think will flourish? Uh, the same ones that were flourishing before the pandemic. You can't like change your whole outlook on business just because of a temporary situation. You'll get whipsawed, right? You'll optimize for a temporary thing. <clears throat> I think condoms will be a hot item after the, uh, the uh, lockdown's over. Reading chat, by the way. I've got like 100 key sets and maybe 40 or 50 keyboards or something. So the problem with all that is that once you find your favorite, none of the other ones matter anymore. So, you know, I tried every type of MX switch and million different switches and key weights and tactile force graph curves and all that crap. And then I just ended up liking Topre 45 gram the best. And so now everything else just sucks. So I just don't care about the other stuff. <clears throat> it's just so smooth. It's capacitive. So there's no metal and metal contact. It's so smooth. It's perfect. And I've tried the 35 gram and the 45, uh, 55 and they just suck compared. The 45 is my favorite. Let me tell you, find a 35 gram topra is like roughly impossible. So, but I did it. There's no mathematical justification to lock down everything over this flu. Mayors and governments will be recalled after flu season. Okay, man. Yeah, everyone's retarded, but you. The real, the right plan was the Chinese plan that they tried and failed as hard as possibly could. And we're better prepared than anyone else in the world as well, I might add. Best facilities set up, best everything. ECMO machines that could oxygenate your blood without your lungs. Like really kick-ass setup they've got. Hospitals with separate entrances for people with fevers, dedicated fever hospitals. You have none of that in the West, none of it. Well, they had it and they tried pretending the virus didn't exist. It didn't work. You should stop thinking that that advice is good advice. It was tried and it failed in a place where they were better prepared for it. 
but you think you're special. You think that no one came up with this idea of do nothing before. Like it's fucking earth shattering discovery. Do nothing. Continue as normal. They tried that shit, man. They tried. Boris Johnson tried too. Right to the ICU. Stupid fucking people. You shouldn't be shaking people's hands in the fucking normal fucking world. You should be washing your hands after anyway. How do you think these germs get around? Stop being fucking disease bags. Quit rubbing your face and shaking hands and licking your fucking hands like a cat. Fucking stop being disease bags, people. Talking about free speech, what I think of Jordan Peterson and his fight against compelled speech. Yeah, I'm 100% with him on that shit. Jordan, Pe- Jordan Peterson's right about everything about except religion. So he's he's on point about almost everything. <clears throat> if people keep talking about the death rate, like there's not other shit that sucks other than death like going to the emergency room or dying, like needing emergency room care or dying, but still not dying. It still sucks. And it sucks more. Like if you just die, did you know you were dead? Right. If someone just like instantly killed you, but this like crippled for life or fucking, I don't know, man, I worry about being crippled for life more than I worry about being dead. So everyone is just looking at death rate, but not like, yo, your lungs are fucked for life rate. I just don't get it. Bunch of ignorant people out there. And that's why I ask. I'm like, listen, how many does Godzilla, like if Godzilla came into your town and started stepping on people and blowing up buildings with his fucking nuclear breath, you'd be like, look, Godzilla only killed 15,000 flu kills more than that. Who gives a fuck? Because you guys are dumb. I don't know what else to tell you. Let Godzilla keep walking around killing people for longer and then see what the body count is. You're like, if you're not impressed with the body count now, it's probably because we've done so much work, social distancing. And then you're taking credit. You're pretending that the the progress that was made through the social distancing is actually because the virus is a weak bitch. No. In fact, the virus is a strong bitch. You know, you just can't fucking... Some people don't want to see the truth. You show them dead bodies, they're like, ah, they died of other causes. You show them there's more dead bodies, they're like, ah, um... Uh, uh, there's really no answer to that one, but they try. You show them roller skating rinks full of dead bodies. Like, uh, maybe people just got tired of roller skating. Like, I don't fucking like doctors all over the world begging you to stay home. It's a conspiracy. It's a conspiracy because who the f- nobody wants you to stay home. Nobody actually wants you to stay home. Everyone prefers that you go fucking work. Everybody. Nobody wants you to stay home. We have to do this shit. It's not somebody trying to control you to make you jerk off and watch TV more. You've got that shit covered on your own. Can you teach us the secret shit mech strategy? Yes. Leave shit mechs. Stop losing all your money. Leave it. Take your losses and leave. The losses will grow.
Somebody says, I've been on a ventilator before. Please believe me when I say you don't want it. It is fucking terrible and I have permanent PTSD. It does seem pretty terrible to be in a medical coma with some shit shoved down your lungs. Seems pretty fucking rough. How do I see Libra firing out? I don't know, man. I haven't heard about that shit in a long time. Somebody says Alex made 80 million one year. Great. You know, good for him. I guess selling fake shit is profitable. Congrats, dude. I mean, he's, I, I, I learned that that shit was fake when he, Alex Jones, accused me of being a conspiracy. I was at the SENS Foundation event volunteering for a charity for medical research in Cambridge, UK, 2006. And I saw on his show that that event that I was at shooting the video for as a volunteer was actually a fucking conspiracy. And I was like, no, no, in fact, it is not. I'm here running this shit, doing the video on stage, setting it up so Ray Kurzweil could, could video in. Nope. No conspiracy here. Just a lot of people trying to fucking help disease stop, like get rid of diseases. Like what the, the fuck? Accused a charity of being some type of conspiracy to like kill people or some shit. Only the fucking rich will be able to live and shit like that. Vast majority of the people there are not rich. I was rich. Maybe one or two other guys. Everyone else broke. Motherfucker doesn't know what he's talking about. That's when I knew the conspiracies were bullshit. I was like, oh, he's telling me I'm in one. No, I, I know what I'm doing, you know? <clears throat> so, I, like, <sighs> apparently it's the Murray Gelman effect, if you want to Google it. M U R R A Y G E L M A N N, I think. Basically, when you're a, an expert on a subject, like I'm an expert on what conspiracies I'm not in, uh, when you read newspaper articles, they get everything wrong. And you only realize that when you're a subject expert in that thing. And then they actually get everything wrong across all the other subjects as well. But you don't know that because you're not an expert in those things. So it's funny. My wife is a teacher here in Detroit, and one of the other teachers died in her school. Lots of the kids and teachers have had it in this area. Yep. I think the conspiracy theorist should ask for a vaccine from the vaccine. <laughs> I'm just quoting like a funny JPEG I saw. Why is chat better than normal right now? Is it because there's less stupid people creating noise, so I just, like, pay attention to the the denser, better comments or something? It's weird. Is it because crypto went up today, so everyone's smarter or something? How is Sweden's approach handling COVID working out for them? Well, apparently one of their top epidemiologists says that it's going to be great and that it may they'll have herd immunity. And then some other people think that it's going to be fucking absolutely terrible. So I'm not actually sure. 
once again, and I said this earlier, if you don't force people to stay home, but they stay home anyway, you have a quarantine. It's just a a different method of doing it. So you don't, if you say the theaters are open, I want to see how many seats were filled. If the theaters were still empty, even though they were open, then in effect, you just had a lockdown voluntary instead of a lockdown mandatory. And then it doesn't speak to the power of the disease whatsoever. Hey, Rich, any feds give you a call? No. I've had no interesting messages of any form. People have no clue who doctors make money. A lot of them have to work out of their specialty to make a buck. Yeah. I mean, I barely know about that. I know people that are installing tits aren't making any money. Okay, this dude's asked this shit so many times. How do I see Libra playing out considering FSB recommendation to ban all stable coins? I already answered that. They've been talking about banning crypto forever. They didn't do it. So it's more of the same in my opinion. <clears throat> Are you guys trying to FUD the fucking price down or something? I've never seen so many comments about this FSB bullshit in my life. <laughs> They probably make lots of recommendations that don't get fucking turned into anything. They probably recommend shit all the time. Probably never happens. Recommending things is free, you know. You don't I don't I don't see the big deal. And by the way, if they fucking banned all stable coins, I think it would just drive the price of crypto up. Okay, you've got to get out of your fucking tether. Okay, what are your options? Try and cash out or get the crypto? Most people probably take the crypto. Okay, well then the fucking price will go up. So, okay. Oh, God. These fucking conspiracies. Ah. I'll read you this one. It's so dumb. (sighs) Why are doctors and nurses dying? Because they are treating this like a disease. It's a biochemical weapon. COVID-19 plus Prevotella is what's confusing institutional wrongly trained doctors. Okay. You're stupid. I know you don't know you're stupid because that goes along with being stupid, but you're fucking stupid. One, more viral load is worse than less viral load. If you work around a bunch of sick people who are shedding the fucking virus into the air, you are more likely to get more of it into your body because this shit's microscopic. It's very easy to get in. It's very hard to keep out. It's like dust in your house. How does all that dust get there? Where does it fucking come from? It's smaller than the dust, bro. Okay? It's hard to keep out. So when you work around a bunch of people that are shedding this 
every time they breathe, every time they cough, every time the fucking certain respirators function, they have a higher viral load. Working in healthcare with this kind of thing going on makes it more risky for you. It's worse. It's hard. Okay. Um, so doctors and nurses are dying from higher viral load. Not because this is a biochemical weapon, which by the way, do you know why they use the word chemical? Because it's not biological. So when you get a gas mask and it says like, you know, biochem, it's because it does biological weapons and chemical weapons separately. Like mustard gas is not uh, a sarin. Like biochemical weapons are not biological weapons. Just like chemicals are not alive. Biology is alive. Okay. So when you say it's a biochemical weapon, you're fucking dumbass that doesn't know what the word means. It would be a biological weapon because there's no fucking chemical in it. Dumbass. So for the, like, you're just stupid. You should listen to all the doctors on television telling you to stay the fuck home because they know more about this than you do. You're probably not actually good at anything that you do in your life. Nothing. So I don't know why you think you'd be good at this, which happens to be like one of the hardest things to be good at. <clears throat> at least I'm a fucking actual genius. So at least I have that going for me. <clears throat> I'm, I'm actually good at most things except dieting. <laughs> Fuck doing good with the, the lockdown though. A lot easier to be on a diet than a lockdown. Somebody says Bitcoin dropped much more than gold because BTC markets cannot be closed. Huh? Interesting idea. I never thought about that. The circuit breakers like making the shit drop slower. It's actually a good point. Hmm. I mean, there's other stuff that trades 24 hours though, right? Like uh, Forex and shit. I, I would love to see some papers on what the effect of circuit breakers are on like dumps. I mean, it's a hard limit, right? You can only dump so fast. So it's a good point. I like that. Good job, Hex Global Gaming. <clears throat> Do I think the world will punish China for this? Well, no, I don't think they will. And really, I'm not sure, like, I would like to know whether they have amended their actions to like reduce the wet markets, which breed super viruses by mixing up viruses from animals that don't normally meet each other. So you get bats and pigs and frogs and armadillos and aardvarks all in the same place. And then you get some fucking crazy viruses out of there because you're basically breeding them. You, you need to keep those animals isolated from each other so that you get less of this crazy virus mixing shit. Not good. Somebody says you can stake an iOS with Trust Wallet using Hex 2, which is like a, a hourglass game that someone built on top of Hex. That's an interesting point. I don't know if it's true or not, but it could be. It's interesting. Huh. So you can stake Hex through this game. 
using iOS. Neat. All right. Well, that's cool. H-E-X-T-E-W. I'm, you're you're gonna have to actually use the game in order to do that, but uh, if it works, that's that's interesting. It seems like it would work. Can you explain Uniswaps is a good way for hex? Yeah, hexdex.win is great. Install MetaMask. Actually, man, if you're using uh, hexdex.win, you don't have to use MetaMask. You can use like a bunch of different stuff. They've got like six different wallet choices you can use there. So try it out, man. Try it out. Swap a penny of anything to anything else and see how you like it. There's a lot of different stuff on there. So somebody says iOS has beta MetaMask on test flight, but I don't think it, like, I think it used to work with go to hex.win, but I don't think it works with go to hex.win now. It should definitely work for, uh, for hexdex.win. <clears throat> can you tell us why there isn't a blockchain or decentralized video platform out there that compete with YouTube there? I'm streaming on one. It's called D live, but they don't have any users. So it's the chicken and the egg. Nobody wants to make videos for your platform because there's no one watching because no one's making videos because no one's watching. You get the idea. It's very hard to prime social pumps to get critical mass, which is why you have so little choice. Can you tell us about Uniswap V2 and all the nuances? Sure. Uniswap V2 will support ERC to ERC20 pairs. You won't have to route through ETH. Right now, everything has to route through ETH. And it does flash loans, so you can borrow as much as you want or as much as is available, as long as it gets paid back at the end of the transaction. So you can do arbitrage and stuff, and if it's profitable, uh, you don't need any collateral. You can just tell the code to run. Hey, borrow this amount and it's all good because it's going to get paid back by doing this and that and this. And at the end of the transaction, it gets paid back and everyone's happy. And then if it didn't work, then it just reverts and it's like it never happened. So flash owns is cool. It's basically, you can lend as much as you want. You can borrow as much as you want, as long as it gets paid back at the end of the transaction. So that's supported in Uniswap V2. It also has a time weighted average price so that you can build uh, margin trading products on it so that you're not worried about people manipulating the price um, to win trades that they shouldn't have won. So, you know, most leveraged platforms that I've seen use a 30-minute time-weighted average price. There's already examples, uh, demo code on how to do that out of Uniswap V2. So most important parts of Uniswap V2 are arbitrary ERC-20 to ERC-20 pairs, it actually uses wrapped Ethereum instead of normal Ethereum, reduces the code complexity. Um, and you can wrap and unwrap Ethereum for free. So it's, you know, it doesn't cost you anything. You can also do flash loans and you get time weighted average price. That's the only good things I can think of. It's written in a different language. It's written in Solidity instead of Viper. So Viper is like, Python for Ethereum and Solidity is kind of like a JavaScript for Ethereum. Um, what else? Yeah, I think that's the only good stuff in there, but it's a lot of good stuff. You like my rings? I'll put them where my eyes are so you can focus on them. Eye focus.
Somebody asked, thanks Richard, there's a delay on the live. So I asked about how to get hex twice. It's okay. I mean, that question is about as good as a question could be. Uh, what do you mean about not being able to stake if you're new? You, you, you can stake. I don't know what you mean about that. Thank you for creating an opportunity. So glad to see it take off. Hey, my pleasure, man. I, I worked hard on it. Somebody asked about this guy named Cliff High. Listen, Cliff High deleted all of his bad price call videos. He lives in a van down by the river. Stop listening to people that live in a van down by the river. Stop. Stupid. And stop listening to people delete videos that they shouldn't be deleting. Like, if you're wrong, just be wrong. You're going to be wrong and then delete all the evidence to pretend you weren't wrong? It's bullshit. <clears throat> How does BTC having effects, effects, hacks? Look, I hope BTC price goes up because then all the other crypto prices will go up with it. So BTC moon, hope for it. If you like BTC, you'd probably like 12X of it even more, which is what people that uh, got into hex about 110, 111 days ago have done 12X versus BTC. So... Somebody asked me a complicated question about a coin that, I don't know, it's too complicated to handle on live. Does a big payday get added to the stake amount plus interest? Yes. It gets added on the day. And then you can mint your coins when your stake ends. Florida has 40% of the ICO beds open. Well, man. If you're expecting a two x a two x increase in the necessity for the ICU beds, you'll be just under full. I hope you're not expecting a three x or a four x or an eight x. I don't I don't know if you're bragging about that, but that does not sound actually good. You're I don't think forty percent open is enough. I think you need more. <clears throat> Will hex ever become fee less? I don't think so. See, I mean, I don't think so. Stop reading stupid comments. I don't know they're stupid until I've read them. <laughs> Your comment would qualify in that case. <laughs> Maybe you mean stop reading them out loud? I'll give you a pass. When will Hex be on Coinbase? Ask them. Listen, guys, no one is going to do any work for you. Hex has no entrepreneurial effort for you. You shall not expect profit from the work of others. You do the work. You, you do it. You mint your coins. You mint your rewards. You are the network. You want Hex on Coinbase. You go make it happen. They've got an email address. They list ERC-20s. Brian Armstrong likes Ethereum projects. Go and ask them to list Hex. Everybody watching, you want to see Hex on Coinbase? Ask Coinbase to list Hex. Very easy. Don't ask me. Ask them. 
Oh, fuck. I'm behind 40 minutes with a chat. Oh, my God. You guys are typing faster than I'm reading it. Hexologist says we're number 55 on Coin Paprika. That's awesome. So that's the reason I'm seeing this shit twice is because I'm fucking 40 minutes behind. But you guys don't know how far I am behind, so you think I missed your question, but in reality, I haven't even seen it yet. <clears throat> the idea that the stock market can just keep going up under the worst economic conditions any of us has ever seen, it's a little weird. It's a little weird. But those of you that take my advice and never short let it go up fuck it okay cool we're in fantasyville where fucking number go up no matter what cool great <laughs> like fine somebody asked me you can use a synthetics protocol to create leverage for hex I think that they only I think a human has to allow you to do that so it's more fake DeFi. If you got to ask a human to do some shit, it is not DeFi. People are doing DeFi all fucking wrong. Crypto was invented to get rid of middlemen, to get rid of counterparty risk, and to get rid of the necessity of trust. That is why crypto was invented. And by crypto, I mean cryptocurrency. If a human being is required for permission, your shit sucks. So if you got to ask a human to add something, your shit sucks. So I hope that DeFi continues to evolve and gets rid of this, this stupid fake DeFi shit that has still got humans behind the scene. I don't want any fucking humans behind the scene. I just want code, code, just code. <clears throat> Uh, let's see. Hexologist asked if I can mod. So let's see if there's anybody worth modding in here. First, I have to find my stream. I don't know where my stream is. Oh, I'm on the wrong channel. I'm on the wrong channel. If I trade, if I change channels, is it going to break shit? Yeah, I can't do nothing about it right now, mate. <laughs> Sorry. It's just going to have to suck. Hex is a scam. Is it? Is it? Tell me about that. When every single person that participated, except for three days, is in the green. Explain scam to me. Audited three times. Two security audits, one economics audit. Trustless on-chain, most liquid on-chain exchangeable coin in the world, except for HEX, or rather ETH, and stable coins. It is liquid. The price performance is amazing. It's on 20 plus exchanges. You can claim it for free. $1.5 billion of Bitcoin holders have. What the fuck more could you possibly want? What more could you want? Best statistics in all of crypto. Hexinfo.io, hex.live, 
hex dot vision, hex dash data dot com, hex viz dot xyz, hard hex dot xyz, another hex dot win, hex lotto, hex two. How much do you want for the community to build in two months, three months? What more could you possibly want? Price, amazing. Uptime, amazing. People building on it, amazing. FAQ, amazing. Every night, Hexologist does a video. And there's three or four other YouTubes that love doing Hex videos. What the fuck more could you possibly want? What is left? What is left, you piece of shit? What more could you fucking want? It's a scam because I don't understand it. It's a scam. I don't know what to do for you, man. I don't get it. Number 50's market cap, $8 million on-chain liquidity. No coin more except Ethereum, Ethereum and some stable coins. 100% uptime. Always a site that you can use. Only three days. Actually, now, since I guess the price went up, it's probably only two days that we're in the red compared to now. All the other days are green. That would be 135 out of 137 in the green. Up 12x versus Bitcoin in 111 days, roundabout. What do you want, man? Hardware wallet support. Hardhex.xyz has Ledger native. Don't have to use MetaMask. If you use MetaMask, it supports Ledger and Trezor. What do you want? I don't get it. The shit's amazing. It's fucking amazing. It does everything better than Bitcoin except liquidity and retail adoption and ATMs. You want faster transaction? It's got them. You want more secure? It's got it. You want cheaper transaction? Got it. You want a referral program? Got it. You want to reduce pollution? Got it. You want uh, mad gains? Got it. Hey, what do you want? What do you want? We got all of it. We got all of it. What do you want? You want to build on top of it? We have real programmable money. You can actually build on top of it, and a lot of people are. You can't build shit on top of Bitcoin, bro. What do you want? Blows my mind. Blows my mind I still had to hear these stupid motherfuckers talk that shit. <clears throat> Woo! <clears throat> I mean, what's left? Anonymity and throughput. Throughput's going to be solved by ZK rollups so that there will be some ZK rollups platform that you can just route your ERC-20s through to get all that extra throughput. We don't need more throughput. We're fine. Transactions are penny. Okay, what else? So one, if we need the throughput, we're on the absolute best platform in the world for it. Two, we don't really need it. What else is there? Anonymity? We got tornado.cash. Could modify it to work with X, but really, you wanna do that? Go ahead and do it. I know somebody that already did a fork and already did all that work, but you gotta build a front end for it because like so many things, some of it's open source, but then some parts of it aren't. So if you wanna build a front end for tornado.cash that works with X, all the contracting code is already done. Ask Kyle about it, he did it in his free time. So throughput, anonymity, fast transactions, reduce pollution, increase security, 
referral program, mad gains. The shit's all here. Or if you want, if, if like you want the anonymity to be better, it's half done, go finish it. You do it. If you want the uh, throughput to be better, wait for the other ZK roll up things to roll or do it yourself. I mean, uh, direct message me and I can give you a link to a ZK rollups like starter kit that you can start coding. This is a revolution that you are part of. If you want things to be better, you make them better. You do it. <clears throat> this shit is already far beyond amazing. Like, I don't, I don't understand how you can look at a 12X versus Bitcoin in 110 days, number 55 market cap, 100% uptime, audits out the ass, on-chain exchange, $8 million liquidity. What the fuck do you want? I don't, there's nothing left. Like, <clears throat> Richie Rich says, you are the Eric Weinstein to Peter Thiel, just as important. Keep doing what you do. Thanks, man. I'd love to have a chat with Eric or Peter at some point. That would be cool. They're both quite smart. Listening happy, Richard. Yeah, sometimes it happens. My expectations are so fucking high that, like, they're just unreasonably high. <laughs> like, you'd think... You know, number 55 market cap. It's like, what, permanent orgasm time, right? But it's like, why not one? Why not number one? Probably unreasonable with that shit. You know, four months, like, you know, number 55 in four months, pretty good. <clears throat> Is this the SciVive channel or the Hex Shill channel? It's the Hex Shill channel, bitch. If you want SciVive, you can go to Telegram, t.me forward slash SciVive, and you can read the books. And if you read the books and learned, you wouldn't leave dumbass comments like that. You, your dumbass comment that you just wasted could have actually changed the subject into anything interesting in the survive ecosystem that I would have loved to have talked about. So everyone else in chat wants to talk about hex. Your ass just wants to talk about why the stream doesn't meet your standards. Well, you know what? I'll give you a full refund, man. How much did you pay? Okay. Fuck yourself. <laughs> Let me know when you're streaming so I can come heckle your stream. <laughs> You wasted the opportunity to actually ask something intelligent, you stupid fuck. You could have made the subject whatever you wanted, but instead you wasted my time, your time, the audience's time to show them how stupid you are. So I've got this cool thing, this very cool thing called block. And he's gone. Fuck yourself. <clears throat> Somebody says someone bought a thousand ETH worth of hex on Uniswap. Cool. That's cool. I think that would move the price 4% in a single trade. At least that's the math yesterday. Well, no, it would move it more. 4% is just a slippage. But the, the, the high, like, I'm not going to explain. The slippage averages your price over the the better deal you got and the worst deal you got. And so to end up with a 4% slippage, you got a lot of shit at 1% and 2%, and then you got some at maybe 4 and 5 and then it averaged out at 4 So if your slippage is 4%, the actual price movement is maybe 6 or 7%. So 
I mean, it's just straight, simple math. It's a, it's a constant product market maker. So. Nobody cares about the blue sticky stuff. All right, motherfuckers. Check it out. Miami PBT, a little bit rough, but it's tall. So I can use my palms. And these are uh, from Taiwan. These are the best keycaps in the world that you can get. They feel amazing. They sound amazing. Um, their legends are amazing, very sharp. They even have the F and J little nubs on them. I absolutely love these keys. The only keys in the world better than these, and believe me, I bought all the keys, are uh, OG 1980s Cherry PBT die subs. And they're almost identical. Almost identical. And, you know, those antiques are hard to get. So you can get these affordably. You can get them shipped uh, from Taiwan. The company that makes them is called Leopold, L-E-O-P-O-L-D. Absolutely best keycaps you can buy that aren't OG PBT cherry. <clears throat> and underneath you see a roller mouse, which is just awesome. I'm still 30 minutes behind the comments. <laughs> Richard, are you doing a 10 hour stream since the hex price pumped hard? I don't know, man. I'm pretty tired, but your questions are so good that I feel bad leaving them unanswered. Unanswered. Do I honestly think the average American will ever change their diet and lifestyle to combat disease? No. Look at me. <laughs> I have a feeling that I'll look different soon. Strong feeling. Working out every morning, drinking protein shakes, not much else. Just gotta eat enough fiber to make sure the butthole keeps working. <laughs> Cause you could overdo it on a protein and then your butt stops working and then you're an unhappy camper. <clears throat> I like when people say the news is lying and then two news sources say opposite things of each other. Well, I guess one of them was telling the truth. <laughs> Most of the people dying have underlying issues. Yeah. Well, you know what? Most people have underlying issues. So what? Do you just not care about their lives anymore? Maybe having no empathy is an underlying issue. Wouldn't it be funny if there was a disease that killed unempathetic people? <clears throat> Not sure if this was talked about yet, but could you explain the share price at big payday and how the rate changes or is the rate of the biggest stakes return? So the share price is set by the highest return on investment that the system has ever seen. So that whoever that person is can't rebuy and end up with more by like cycling in and out. It makes longer always pay better than shorter stakes. So as time goes on, the share price gets higher and higher because people's ROI gets higher and higher because their profit inputs as a member of the staker class are daily occurring. So the share price will always only go up. It cannot go down mathematically. 
and it's an analog for uh, compounding interest. People that have been compounding for longer should make more, right? <clears throat> so the share price at BPD should go up a lot, I believe, because it's a huge profit input. So I think that the share price after BPD is, is going to be a lot higher than the share price before it because it's a huge profit input and it ratchets up on profit inputs. So <clears throat> I mean, Kyle wrote a couple guides. He wrote the layman's guide, which you put on Google, uh, which is linked to off the homepage. If you go to the uh, technical specs page, it links to his, his layman's guide for it's closest thing Hex has to a white paper. You know, it's an analysis of how the code works. And he also has a staking guide in there as well. I think the staking guide might go into more about how the most scarce thing in Hex isn't the Hex, but the shares. Because it costs numerous Hex to get a share and the price of shares keeps going up. So shares are actually the most rare thing in Hex. <clears throat> So he has a whole section on deflation in shares that is worth a read. Richard, you say the number of gun deaths is too high a price to pay to prevent tyranny. But how many people did Mao, Stalin, and Hitler kill? See, I didn't say it was too high a price to pay. And I said that it benefited a lot of other countries by being your neighbor because you're more resistant to tyranny because you pay that insurance cost. So it could be the case that some terrible, terrible dictator guy is avoided because of that. Or it could be the case that you just wasted your money on the insurance for a really long time. It's not easy to know which one it is. So I'm, I'm the person that popularized that idea. Like I'm the guy that said, Hey, there's actually some upside to this shit and look, other people benefit from it too. So globally is the, the power hegemon you can Google that. Uh, it's like a Pokemon, but it's a hegemon. It means you like have most of the power in an area. Um, since the United States is the most powerful country in the world, it is very useful that it not become a tyranny. So globally, there's an upside to so many Americans dying from handguns every year. Maybe you could get that same protection from tyranny with uh, slightly less guns. I don't know, right? Like... Other countries have better outcomes in this area. And you really would just hope that there's some way to prevent tyranny that's not an extra 35K deaths a year, you know? And it's not really an extra 35. It's maybe like an extra 25 or something because a lot of people are going to kill themselves anyway. Like most of those deaths are self-inflicted, I think. Thus, you know, some portion of those people wouldn't have killed themselves just because it's too much effort. So just because it's easy and quick, they're down for it. But if it took more effort, they probably wouldn't do it. So maybe you save maybe 25,000 lives. <clears throat> maybe due to the quarantine, we'll get long-haired Richard back. Fuck that. I like this hair. Fuck that long hair shit. Done with it. I did it. It's over. I like this better. They arrested a paddle border in Malibu alone in the ocean. Well, man, how did he get to the ocean, bro? Was he like a fish person? He lived under the sea? I don't know. It's like a lot of people have excuses for why it's okay for them to do the exact same shit that everyone else that got the fucking disease did. 
What do you think everyone else that got the disease has done? Oh, it's not going to be me. I don't have a cough. Nobody I know has a cough. Shit takes four days for the symptoms to show up. You guys are super spreading it all over the fucking place. So, I mean, look, maybe maybe the police force went above and beyond, or rather overstepped their bounds, which, let me tell you, they do all the time. The flu is your enemy, and the police can be your enemy, and the government can be your enemy, and the criminals can be your enemies. There's a lot of enemies to go around. How many of these people are really on your team? I'm just saying, man, you, you make an exception for somebody, and you go, oh, oh, you know, you're keeping, you're doing this thing right. You can't have that. Like when there's a riot, there's no spectators in a riot. If you're out there with the people, you are the riot. No, no raindrop thinks it's the flood. Well, in a pandemic, none of you diseased scumbags thinks that you're the super spreader. Well, you are. Like, stop. Did you get a test and show that you don't have the fucking thing? Do you have antibodies? Are you immune to it? You don't have that shit? How do you know you don't already have it and you ain't spreading it around all over the fucking place? You don't know. So... The time for personal freedom. Look, you guys that all love this personal freedom shit, you're still using Gmail. How about you get some balls and help fucking fix the things that we know actually suck for the vast majority of time. So getting banned on YouTube is going to be a constant fucking problem. Gmail, fucking government and the private companies reading your emails, constant problem. A lot of constant problems going on that you motherfuckers don't do a single thing about. But then this little blip where we have some reduced fucking freedom because people are dying. You guys are crying like bitches. Come on, man. If, if, if you're like the only good thing a government ever could do, like this is one of those things, like get people to do the right thing during a pandemic and not spread the fucking disease. Like that's one of the only good things the government's useful for is this particular instance. And you guys are doing everything you can to fuck that up and help spread this shit. <laughs> you're like, you're all on the side of the disease. You're like, yo, man, I want my freedom. I want to go out and I want to do what they did in China. Yeah, they did that. It worked out terribly. I'm sorry you guys don't understand that. I'm sorry you don't get it. The better prepared country that has better hospitals, better detection, and better ability to fight it because I already dealt with this shit with SARS before, they got fucked up trying to pretend the shit wasn't happening. And then it fucked up the whole world. And you guys are trying to run that playbook. It already failed. It ain't going to work. Wait for the goddamn vaccine. Just wait for the vaccine, man. <clears throat> uh, by the way, like, if you want to fucking, if you want to talk about police having a fucking, if you want to go on YouTube and watch videos of police doing fucked up shit, there ain't no shortage. Or if, if YouTube ain't hardcore enough for you, you can go on uh, liveleak.com and see all the fucked up videos you want. Beheadings and every damn crazy thing you can think of. There ain't no shortage of that shit. So, I, like, police over, over, of the many things that I've seen police do, okay, I've had police illegally search my car. I've had police point guns at me unreasonably. I've had fucking, you name it, living in Florida, you're going to have that shit. I can't believe that you talk about arresting a paddleboarder like it's something interesting. Okay, the guy doesn't get to get paddleboard today. He's <laughs> did he get his teeth knocked in? Did they fuck him with a plunger? I mean, this is what this was what we've come to expect of some of the the personnel. <laughs> like, I mean, yeah, I I support his paddleboarding rights and shit, but this is some pretty pussy style. Like, you know, it's a pandemic. 
shit's not supposed to go normal. It's supposed to be different. Watch the movie Contagion. I don't fucking understand why it's so hard to understand. <clears throat> Are you a paddleboarding salesman or some shit? Paddleboarding's gay anyway. <clears throat> Someone asked about this fucking FSB ban again. Jesus Christ. I think it would make crypto go up, okay? Stop asking. Fuck. I'm actually losing time. I'm not even making time on this chat. Somebody keeps asking TRX versus Ethereum. Obviously Ethereum. Obviously. There's not even a question. Your guess, what would the market cap of Hex be in a year or so? I don't know what the price is going to do. I have no idea. But I do know how many coins are being issued per day because that's in the code. So it looks like about... At this rate, $600,000, $700,000 a day is being added to the market cap. There are new coins being minted. So if the price stayed flat, you're getting an extra, you know, let's call it half a million dollars a day added to the market cap. And then I told you the math already for how the automated market maker works. If you put in about $16 million of Ethereum, which is, I guess, uh, I don't know, 44, 45,000 Ethereum, then you're going to get a uh, increase in that single order of price of 16 fold, which would put us about number 11 market cap at uh, 1.3 billion, something like that. Probably higher now because I did this math before the price jumped up. So, um, yeah, like in crypto, you see stupid projects getting millions of dollars all the time. Venture capitalists put millions of dollars into the dumbest ideas you've ever seen that fail entirely. They never get to market. They get no product market fit. Just stupid, terrible ideas from the drawing board on down. They throw millions of dollars to that stuff. Hex price is very sensitive to millions of dollars. It would go up a lot with millions of dollars of input because that's the way the automated market maker works. It's math. It's constant product. So every time you double the ETH, you get square of that in price move. So 3x the ETH, 9x price. 4x the ETH, 16x price. Now 4x the ETH really just means add 3 more x. So adding 3x equals multiplying by 4. So 1 plus 3 equals 4. 1 times 4 equals 4. Uh, so about 12 million in, in a single order, wouldn't, you know, would move the price in that single order 16-fold up. That's a lot. 16-fold is a lot. Now, who knows how much retracement there'd be or how many people would sell after, but we didn't get much retracement off the last pump. So when that Genesis will, that guy that uh, was in the, the, the Genesis block from Ethereum like 1,500 days ago or something, he, uh, he put in a lot of Ethereum, and the price moved up a lot didn't come down much. I don't think it 
maybe maybe it retraced 10% maybe off of a huge pump, huge pump. So it's interesting. This this automated market maker, it uh, it's really, really, really cool. Because in a normal order book, you can't predict how many hidden iceberg orders there are, how much hidden liquidity there is, how many people have stops sitting there. So you can't mathematically work out what a certain input will equal in price. You just can't. It's not knowable. But in this system, you can because it's all public and verifiable. You could also see if someone buys, whether they're staker or not, whether they've transformed, whether they've been referred, whether they've made money or lost money trading. There's so much cool shit that you can see. It's anonymized. You don't know whose address that it is. But per address, you can see, hey, this guy got in here, got out there, made money. He got, uh, you know, a huge stake open. Like somebody could buy like that huge Genesis whale that bought. I think you open up a stake for 6,000 days. That's a lot of days, man. No, you can't. You can't open a stake. What? The maximum's 5,555. So what the hell did he do? 600 days, maybe. Yeah. So this, uh, you know, he's got, I think over like 1.5 billion hex or something. I don't know. He's got a, a lot, right? Like the guy's got a lot and I think he staked the majority of it. You should look up his address and, and see what he did with it. I love to see that. If someone buys and they just buy, you don't know if they're going to sell or not. But if someone buys and locks their coins and burns them and they can't sell them now and they lock them for a long time, you can't get any better than that. That's not available in Bitcoin. Actually, in theory, I guess you could lock your Bitcoin, but why would you? You don't make any return. So most people don't. It's fucking cool. Hex is fucking cool, man. It's really the coolest thing in crypto, really. <clears throat> and it goes so deep. There's so many other things in it that you don't know about. <laughs> if you go to Hex Crypto Telegram and you type exclamation mark pasta, you're going to learn a lot of stuff should be added to the site, should be put on the FAQ because the stuff's amazing. People say like, oh, well, is the price going to dump on day three, uh, you know, day 353? We don't know. You can't sell uh, coins that are locked. And if, so like the people that are auto-staked, the last guy to claim, his auto-stake ends at day 700 because it's 350 from when he claimed. So most people think that like everyone's auto-claims are ending on the same day. They're not. Your claims are over a year. Your end stakes are over a year, right? So there's a lot of very interesting stuff going on. <clears throat> you should go to t.me forward slash hex crypto, join the 20,800 people that are there and type exclamation mark pasta and read the cool stuff that you can call for like other info. Super awesome. RFK Jr. called out Bill Gates for killing and paralyzing thousands with vaccine bullshit. Any comments? Yes. You just typed in all caps. Bill Gates has done more to try and save lives than you and everyone else you know and will ever meet in your entire life combined. He's uh, personally nearly wiped out uh, guinea worm disease, which you've never heard of but he has because he cares about people unlike himself and uh, he cares about the poorest and least opportunityed of men. I don't care about them that much. He cares about them a lot. From that perspective, a lot of people consider him a better person than me. Me, I like people like me. I like my family. I like my friends. And then 
I care a lot about those things and I care less about everything else. He thinks everyone's life's worth the same. I don't. He does. And so he spends all of his time trying to help the world be a better place. And has spent billions and billions and billions and billions of dollars to do so. What do you want from the fucking guy? Could he possibly be doing something better with his life? Could he possibly be doing anything better with his life than what he's doing? I don't think so. I think he is living the absolute maximum good that a human being can do in the world. Other than I wish he would save more people like me because I wouldn't mind getting hooked up, you know, because I'm not getting fucking guinea worm. So you're an asshole who's demonizing a person who's doing more than you and anyone else you'll ever know to make the world a better place. So fuck you. I'm sorry that your fantasy uh, desire to do fantasy fiction, baseball, whatever the fuck you're doing with conspiracy theories has led you to demonize a person that's doing the best a person can possibly do in this world. You're a fucking asshole. You're what's wrong with the world. You should quit fantasizing about conspiracy theories and demonizing people that are doing great. There's more than enough actual assholes out there that you could demonize, right? Like that guy that's saying, don't wear masks. Fuck that guy. Him and everyone else saying, don't wear masks. They're assholes. Okay. Fuck those guys. The cover up where they wanted to pretend that COVID wasn't a problem. Fuck that. Uh, what else? Comcast. Fuck them. I got a whole long list of people that deserve being called assholes and are profiting from being assholes. Bill Gates is not one of those people. He was a prick when he was in business. He did a lot of, you know, mean business shit like everyone else in business at that level does. And now he's doing the best he could possibly can to make the world a better fucking place. And he's doing it for a very long fucking time now. And he's actually been getting some pretty good results. He's funding clean nuclear energy. He's funding fucking vaccines. He's funding waste technology to get rid of all the diseases that come from people, you know, rinsing their hands in the same river that they shit in. He's doing those things that you'll never do in your whole life, you fucking loser. So fuck you and fuck your conspiracy. That guy is living the dream. Imagine what you would do in his shoes. You wouldn't be reading about poop and making toilets for the third world, you fuck. I wouldn't either. So let's give the man credit for being a little bit better than us in a lot of ways. <clears throat> Not to mention, you're probably talking that shit from a Windows computer too, you ungrateful fuck. <clears throat> It didn't come from a Chinese lab. Or like, this isn't the first pandemic to come out of fucking China. We get a lot of pandemics from there and they were been coming out since before labs existed. So like this, this bacteriologic weapons. Are you guys just making up words to seem stupider? I can't even name a bacteriologic weapon off the top of my head because I don't like bacteria don't go airborne very easily. You need to like get them like physical contact style. So you wouldn't really want to weaponize a bacteria so much. You'd much rather do a virus. What are you guys talking about? I don't, I'm going to Google this shit. Did you just make up a fucking word? Hmm. Yeah, bro, there ain't no results for that shit. Let's see. Well, only result I'm getting is for a fucking free dictionary. 
So bacteriologic, not a thing, you fucking retard you. I told you that. So stupid. Of course, he wrote it in all caps because stupid people write in all caps for some reason. <clears throat> they probably don't know the difference between a bacteria and a virus. It was in a biology class in high school. Probably got some of it in middle school too, actually. Yeah, it was probably middle school biology as well. These fucking, like, I don't know. If I see you, like, lazy shill a coin with a fake question, I'm probably going to fucking ban you. Somebody says, iOS works, just got to update through test flight is the only last 70 days at a time. Can do Uniswap through iOS and the Ethereum browser is rad. Okay. I don't know what you mean by the Ethereum browser though. I assume you mean MetaMask because you're mentioning test flight and most of the other apps that you would use in iOS aren't in test flight. <clears throat> test flight's like the beta program that lets you install software that's, you know, not completely done yet. as though there was any software that's completely done, right? Do I believe there's an inverse relationship between reproduction and intelligence? Yes. Go ahead and watch the movie. Oh, fuck, Idiocracy. Have fun. <laughs> Mike Judge made it. He makes a lot of good movies. He makes Silicon Valley, made Beavis Butthead, and he made Idiocracy. Wait, Uniswap is all in Viper? Yes, Uniswap is in Viper. <clears throat> Richard, what does wrapped ETH mean? So ETH is not in the ERC-20 format. So when you design a bunch of code to work with the ERC-20s, it sucks a lot of ass to write a whole another code base just to handle ETH. It's easier to just take ETH, wrap it in an ERC-20, transact it in your ERC-20 system, and then unwrap it to turn it back into ETH at the end. So you get an increase in security, a reduction in attack surface, more affordable audits, easier to do audits by wrapping the Ethereum and then transacting it and then unwrapping it at the end, then by building a whole new code base to handle the ETH itself. <clears throat> so it's funny that ERC-20 is so good that ETH itself is turned into an ERC-20 to get the most power out of the system. <laughs> So people, so many people don't know what the fuck they're talking about. Like, you're an ERC-20? You're like, yeah, it's the fucking best. Well, you should make your own chain. No, you shouldn't. You'll be 51% attacked and you'll have no interoperability with anything else and you'll have less audits and you'll it'll just all suck. But people are stupid. They don't understand what's going on. Like, I don't know. This is kind of hard. Like, I can understand. If you're not a software developer, maybe that is fucking hard enough. So I'm going to retract the stupid statement there. Okay, maybe, maybe a reasonably intelligent person could say, be your own chain. But after I've explain it to you a few times. Now you should be like, oh yeah, interoperability, higher hash rate, never had a 
uh, inflation bug better, right? Yes, it's better. <clears throat> Is there an ETH contract to auction ERC-20 collectibles? You probably mean ERC-721s, I guess. NFTs, non-fungible tokens? Because there ain't no ERC-20 collectibles. It's made to be fungible, so I'm pretty sure you mean ERC-721. Yeah, there's an auction. There's something called uh, OpenSea.org, I think. Open SEA. <clears throat> Google OpenSea. I think that's what it is. They do uh, <clears throat> auctions for non-fungible stuff. Non-fungible means like unique, you know, like. <clears throat> I'm not really into that stuff so much. I don't like fake unique, like, hey, look, my cat's slightly more stupid looking than this other cat. We'll just take a screenshot of it. And now look, you have whatever kind of cat you want. Screenshot. <laughs> you don't like it. I don't get it. Oh, you like the way that cat looks? Okay, we'll screenshot it. I, I don't get it. <clears throat> wow, hex price really went up. Let's take another look. Really, the easiest way to check price is just go to hexdex.win. So I think earlier today, you could have got like 267,000 hex per Ethereum. Now it looks like you could get 245. I guess it's like a 7% move. It's pretty good. So it gets compounded, right? So like if your price versus ETH goes up and ETH goes up versus the dollar, those two multiply and that's your USD gain. Ooh, I love it. I love it. So like hex USD gain, it was 20% today. It was 20%. So that's fucking nice for a day. 20% a day. Not bad. You know Divot Ick Richard. He doesn't live in a van by the river. No, but he's a dumbass that specializes in dumbassery like. I'm an actual retired multimillionaire genius that has been retired since 2003. Traveled the world, right? Shoot guns, do martial arts, deadlift a lot, millions and millions, produced multiple successful ventures. I'll take me over him. And I tell you shit that makes sense and that you could actually go and do something about. Not some fantasy shit that leaves you like, oh, oh what's going on? Everyone's coming to get us, and there's nothing I can do. What are you gonna do? Oh, you think you think uh, you think COVID was made in a lab? Uh, what you gonna do? What are you gonna do? You gonna you gonna post on Twitter? Is that what you're gonna do? You gonna yell at the government, the same government that banned the NBA and banned Winnie the Pooh, and banned South Park? You gonna yell at them? Um, do you know what they're doing to the the Muslims there? I don't think they give a fuck about your yelling. They don't give a fuck at all. So what are you achieving? What are you doing? I don't think that it was made in the lab. But what if it was? What are you going to do about it? You ain't going to do shit. You're going to waste your life reading about some shit you can't do nothing about. Stop doing that. Stop wasting your life. 
do something that can make your life better or your loved one's lives better or make some type of positive difference in the fucking world. You should probably stop reading the news, really. You guys watching this show right now, serious question. Other than the pandemic, has anything you read on the news ever actually changed your behavior? Or is it something you just fucking watch to pass the time? Because if you're watching shit and it's not changing your behavior, how are you deriving utility from it? How are you deriving utility from the news? Some other motherfuckers in his garage working and building something that works while he's sleeping, something that's lasting value. He's pushing in a direction other people aren't pushing. And then when he emerges, a beautiful butterfly out of that cocoon, you're still reading the news, getting nothing. And if you believe the news is all lies and you're still reading it, well, I guess you like reading fucking lies as a hobby then. Go do something better with your life. Go read long-form books, nonfiction. Go build something. Go improve something. Stop wasting your time fantasizing about shit that you can't do anything about. Maybe if you work hard enough and improve your life enough personally, then you'll have the say and the influence and the power to make things change. I get a lot of messages, actually, more recently than normal, about people's lives that I've changed. I like it. It's nice. I don't understand how I save some of these people's lives. A lot of times they don't get into the specifics of exactly what the thing was. I had two in uh, the SciVive, t.me forward slash SciVive chat today that you could read. And I had one in the Twitter direct message, which is a little bit longer form that I liked. Uh, you know, he said that I drove him to improve his life and uh, start his own business. And now he does five million a year in turnover. And uh, he's got a bunch of employees. And, you know, he's an ex-con and chose prison instead of rehab. And now he's doing great. And he credits me for some part of that. And I hear great compliments about the book. And I know people that have quit playing games and quit playing poker and have improved their lives based on some of the videos that I've made. So I don't know if I've improved thousands of lives, but I'm pretty sure I've improved hundreds significantly. Think about how many people you appreciate that you've never emailed and think about how many people you'd have to help to get some small portion of them to actually send you an email. It probably is actually thousands. I, I think that I've greatly improved thousands of lives having nothing to do with crypto, nothing. You guys could probably do the same shit. A lot of good advice out there that, that just isn't popularized. You know, you could go read a book from, uh, the year 1300, I think. Balthazar Gratian's, uh, can't even remember what it's called. The Worldly, I can't remember what the fuck it's called. It's a book full of great advice. Um, so anyway. <clears throat> Somebody, th I'm going to quote this guy again because I love these guys. Only scam thing was the ETH you got. Okay, let's talk about ETH. Where did ETH come from? ETH came from people turning their Bitcoin into it. What? 
what what eth came from people turning their bitcoin into it oh my god and then people turn their eth into something that they want more who would have thought who it, it's impossible that people can take something that they want less and turn it into something that they want more What the fuck? And I and I run into this shit too, where people are like, they think that price is something that can't be designed. Even though we live in a world where everything is A-B tested to fuck, to choose the right price points, everything ends in dot nine nine. Every, you know, the corner aisles have your impulse buys on it. The milk and the bread is as far away from the front door as possible. Everything is optimized like fuck for price performance. And the first pump of mental was invented by Satoshi with his cutting the infl inflation rate in half every four years. And everyone else now is trying to play catch up and try and catch up to Hex's fundamentals, pump of mentals. Ethereum is trying to figure out how to do staking. They haven't figured it out yet. Hex has. Ethereum is trying to get the price to go up by getting people to burn coins. Hex burns coins. So EIP-1559 introduces a different fee system that uh, burns some of the coins, trying to create scarcity, a pump of mental. They want to lock coins up to introduce scarcity, a pump of mental. So Ethereum is trying to catch up to, to Hex with things it's already completed and it hasn't figured out yet. And when Ethereum does it, it's wholesome and good and beautiful. But when Hex does it, it's evil. Hmm, interesting. Staking at Hex? Evil. Staking at Ethereum? Good. Uh, forced uh, scarcity in Ethereum? Good. Forced scarcity in Hex? Evil. Huh. Trading Bitcoin for ETH? To create ETH? That's how it was invented? Good. But trading ETH for Hex? Evil. What? You guys are fucking idiots. Like, don't you see how Hippocrates you are? Like, you're fucking, the hypocrisy is crazy. ETH price, by the way, down from its all-time high, far, far, far more than Hex is from its all-time high. So, what? Like, I don't, <laughs> I don't fucking understand. Oh, and by the way, why do you think so many people are installing Ethereum wallets and buying Ethereum? What's the most interesting going on in Ethereum right now? What's the most interesting thing going on in Ethereum right now? Tax. So they're synergistic relationship, right? I just recently saw someone whose name was Hexfan or something similar, and he gave uh, $5,000 to grants to help develop the Ethereum uh, ecosystem. Same team, same team, guys. Don't know why you're talking so much shit. I go out there and defend uh, the truth and tell the truth about Ethereum to all the other people that, that don't. But for some reason, I still have to eat shit from a bunch of fucking people that don't understand what Hex is. They go to the website, they see the, the word designed to appreciate, and they're like, impossible, impossible. Hey, dude, what do you think anyone makes a cryptocurrency for? They're all designed to appreciate. Some of them are just better at it.
They're all designed to appreciate. Some of them are just better at it. I guess you could say stablecoins aren't, but hey, how's die going? It don't cost a dollar. I remember it costing a dollar twenty, dollar ten, dollar fifteen. Maybe it costs a dollar three now. Actually, on this big pump, maybe the price dropped because usually when crypto pumps, the stablecoins drop a percent or two. What does a die cost these days? One point oh two. Yeah, good stablecoin you guys got there. <laughs> um, yeah. Hex, amazing. Figured it out. Price chart figured it out. The metrics figured it out. But you slow guys that don't want to read the white paper or read the audits or fucking look through the marketing to see the fucking beautiful, powerful iron fist in a velvet glove, you're not, you know, I have to force feed this information down your fucking throats. It's crazy. <clears throat> Hex is doing DeFi right. Most of DeFi is doing DeFi wrong. Hex is onboarding new users to Ethereum. They more ungrateful fucks. It's just like how many more like <laughs> I don't know. A lot of a lot of ungratitude out there. <clears throat> Not every a lot of people on Ethereum are great, by the way. They're just these loud bastards, you know. <laughs> This shit coin can't top 10 market cap, not in a million years. Hey, uh, have you checked the top 10 market cap fuckwit? I think it consists of like a copycat project, a vaporware project, a project that like is run by a legit fraud. Uh, maybe, maybe you should, a project that doesn't have any development going on it. The GitHub has no progress. You might want to go through that top 10 and recheck your statement because I think just about motherfucking anything could be top 10 with what I see up there currently. But you know what? What we're going to do now is we're going to slap the old block on this dumb fuck because that's the second terrible comment. <clears throat> I literally just said that like in a single order, you'd be top 10 or top 11 if someone put in 12 million bucks. So like, you think you can't get 12 million bucks in crypto? Dogecoin's worth, last I looked, 180 million. Comedy coin, joke coin. People are stupid. When are we having a beer purchase with Hex? Yo, you can actually spend your Hex on this website called... Uh, coinpayments.net and they accept it and you could use it like a lot of places. So if you really wanted to spend your hex, you already can. <clears throat> Somebody already bought a pizza. Hexologist bought a pizza with hex. And really way, way back in the very beginning, someone bought uh, some like reflective bags, like backpacks. I have to really search for that though. I think people are just making up words now. Seeing if I'll Google them. Yeah, I go I messaged Eric uh, Weinstein, but I didn't get a response. I think he used to follow me. I don't know. Whatever, man. I'm sure we'll all have our day in the sun. You see, Peter Thiel 
gave Vitalik money to skip college and start a business. Peter Thiel also invested in Bitcoin and EOS and a lot of other crypto stuff. Peter Thiel likes Bitcoin. He likes crypto. And I think he likes Vitalik. And Peter Thiel and his homies are also into life extension. Vitalik is also into life extension. So Peter, Eric, and Vitalik and I we're all on the same team internally. We all want life extension. We all want crypto. Um, we're all libertarian leaning, maybe Eric less. Uh, and so we're actually like a badass squad. However, I've never met these dudes. Right. And I don't know that they know what I'm about. Right. Like, I don't know that they know that I was volunteering for, the Sense Foundation before they probably had ever even heard of it. Uh, <clears throat> so I think at some point we may end up working together on something. If if it's the case that like minds that run in the same circles and have the same type of belief systems find good synergy with each other. So, you know, I, I call Vitalik a hero a lot because he's given a few million dollars to the Sense Foundation, which is my favorite charity, and I haven't given uh, jack shit in comparison. So he's a great dude. You know, he's trying to save your life using his money to try and save your life. That's fucking awesome. And we need more people in the world like that. <clears throat> I just wanted to point out that there's a, a thread between those four entities that you might not know about. Right. So Eric actually works for Peter Thiel's uh, investment fund and Vitalik is a, a Thiel fellow, which means he, you know, was selected to be, one of only, I can't remember how many fellows there are, maybe 14 or 16 now. I think they grew the, grew the classes, but I haven't looked into it in a bit. It's pretty neat. Those guys turn out to good, do good things usually. There's some other people in longevity, for instance. Uh, what's his name? Brian something. I'm so tired. My memory's like failing. Yeah, that blue tack, man. Blue tack everywhere, bro. It's funny, right? Thoughts on the original IBM M keyboard? I think I have a review of the IBM M keyboard on my uh, on my channel. I think it's in my So You Want to Be a Developer video, maybe? I'm wearing like a, I think I'm wearing a peacock jacket. Like a green and blue peacock jacket. I don't like the Model M at all. I have one. What is the name of that keyboard and what's the cost? Uh, $800 maybe? So you've got to get Cherry MX stems to put the MX keycaps on a Topre board. And then you need the 10 keyless topre board, and this is an aluminum case. And then you need the PBT keycaps and the silencing rings and the lube. I don't know, maybe 600. I mean, it depends on what you spend on the keycaps, right? <clears throat> I mean, this, this board isn't even for sale anymore. So you'd have to, you'd have to figure it out. 
I mean, look, just go get a Leopold. Just go get a Leopold uh, capacitive keyboard, and you should be fine. Like they're badass. <clears throat> yeah, I could just actually bolt this shit on here, dude. But I have a lot of other stuff to do with my time. So yes, I could use hardware to to mount this here, but the blue tack fucking works. <clears throat> How's my day been? Uh, good. Exciting, I guess. You know, price is going up. Why do people type in all caps? It's just amazing. How can we trust the virus data? Well, you couldn't trust the other viruses data that you're comparing it to. So just assume they're all fucked up and then maybe the fucked upness cancels. You don't, you don't need like, you know what? I'm tired of talking about that shit. So I'm just not going to talk about it <laughs> enough. I have a whole chat room dedicated to it. T.me forward slash COVID lies. Have fun. I'll, I've put a retard magnet there for all the conspiracy guys to fucking spread the silly right there. That leaves the smart people inside vive to, to talk smarter. <clears throat> So real physicians and real researchers are talking in SciVive and people that read Facebook posts and type in all caps are in COVID lies. They're not the same class of human and they didn't get the same grades. Somebody says the U.S. gun deaths are most likely gang crime. No. Gangs are not as, as prevalent as you think. It's not the early 90s. If you're in Chicago or Detroit or LA, okay, gangs. Even in Miami, there's not that big gang shit going on there. There's some, but it's not like watching a, a movie in Compton set in the 90s. <clears throat> Best movies I've seen under quarantine? That that Tiger King shit was hilarious. I thought that was fucking great. I'm liking this new Westworld. It's okay. You know? I'm always starving for good sci-fi. This is like never enough good sci-fi. I'm still thirty minutes behind. Still. I can't I can't make progress. You guys will have me here until I die. <laughs> Do I think if the dinosaurs sheltered in place, they would have survived? Uh, no, I don't. Remember, the asteroid hit the flat Earth and spun it, and all the dinosaurs flew off. That's how that worked. <laughs> I love that JPEG. It's actually a four panel cartoon. Those forms of cartoons are called four panels. 
I like people talking about like viruses fucking people up. Look, guys, breathing air fucks you up. Drinking water fucks you up. Slipping and falling in the shower fucks you up. But showering is still a good deal. You have to not look at just one thing that sucks. You have to compare the suck to the other suck, okay? Do vaccines fuck some people up? Yeah, probably. Do diseases fuck some people up? Much, much more. And so if your option is to have a little bit of suck or a lot of suck, it's better to get a little. So yeah, you know, there's going to be negative effects to anything you do. There's going to be negative effects to going to school. Yeah, you might get shot in school, but most people don't. It's probably still a good deal, right? You have to just, you have to understand that there's always the other suck. <clears throat> I wonder if I could, I wonder if that has legs on it. The other suck. Maybe <laughs> a name for your, your side chick. <laughs> the other suck. Oh, I'm tired. Yeah. I am tired. Did I make progress yet? Nope. Still 30 minutes behind. Of course he talked about Corona five years ago, and now he jumped to heal people from it. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, dude. He, uh... <laughs> he crippled everything he was working on so that he could uh, give you some shit for free. Hmm. Okay. I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. Well, maybe it's not free, but I bet he lost money. I bet his Microsoft stock took more of a hit than all of the fucking vaccines he could ever possibly sell. You know, vaccines have a cost to manufacture. Software, real, like, marginal cost per unit of, like, zero, right? So I think he would... I'm, I hate you fucking people. Stop demonizing the guy that's trying to save you. He's trying to save your dumbass life because you're too stupid and poor to do it yourself. You can't pay for a vaccine. You don't know what one looks like. This guy has spent decades working on that shit. Trying to save fuckwits like you that hate him for trying to save you. What? There's people that actually do want to kill you. There's people that do actually hate you. There's people that do want to do evil in the world. He's not one of them. <clears throat> People keep asking me about hex predictions. Dude, I have no idea. I have no idea what the price is going to do. I know what it was designed to do. It was designed to beat Ethereum. And Ethereum did a 10,000x. And how was it designed to do that? By having a bunch of features it didn't have. Which reduce supply and increase virality. That's it, right? Nobody knows what any of these prices are going to do. I do know that crypto, uh, cryptocurrency is the highest appreciating asset class in the history of mankind. I know that. So... I know that uh, 12x versus Bitcoin in 111 days is pretty good. Going up 20% today, pretty good. You know, my backwards looking statements uh, look pretty good. <clears throat> Rich, you pronounced chirality wrong the other day. Now chew yourself out. 
did I? Did I say chirality? I say ch uh, whatever, man. I can fuck about that shit. Pedantry is overrated, bruh. Chai versus Kai, I don't care. The virus release is the globalist main takeover system because it's every checkbox they need of locking things down, getting rid of cash, revealing people. Listen, your cell phone already knows everything. They know when you jerk off. They know when you sleep. They know when you eat. They know where you order from. They know what you Google. They know what porn you watch. They know who you're hanging out with. They know who they're hanging out with. They know every girl you've ever called. Those phone numbers of the girls that they fucking, you lost, they still have them. They just won't give them to you. They have a record of everywhere you've ever been. They have everything. You don't have any secrets from them. You think you do, but you don't. You know what they want? They want more money. And you know how they get more money? By the stock prices going up. So you know what they would never, ever, 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 ever do? Ever, ever? Fuck the stock market. They wouldn't do that. Because that's where all their money is. You're an idiot. The one thing you can count on is that these rich motherfuckers own stocks. And they prefer that the price go up. So no, did nobody release the virus because they give a shit about keeping you home to jerk off more? Where's the upside for them? What is this power you think they're going to get? Tell me, what, what, is, what is the power that they're going to get? Uh... They'll make you get a license to drive a car. Oh, they already got that. What do you think they're going to fucking get? They're going to limit your movement across states? Why? Why? For what? For Where's the upside? You're just stupid, paranoid, fucking coward. They don't give a fuck about controlling you, man. They want to make money. America is a capitalist system. They want money. Oh, there's a pandemic? What will we do? We'll print our way out of it. Oh, there's a pandemic? What will we do? Tax incentives. In America, the solution to everything is money. So any theory that says that some people in power fucked the economy to achieve something else is retarded on its face because there's nothing they care about more. Nothing. That's how they got there. It's by caring about that thing, money. And you get negative money when the goddamn stock price goes down. <clears throat> you, you know, you you think these guys don't like to go out and eat? Restaurants are closed, bro. Like, stupid comments from fucking conspiracy nut fucking retards. Being able to lock up and arrest whoever they want. Who's getting arrested, fuckwit? Who? I don't even think uh, the story about Mr. Paddleboard guy got arrested. He probably just got a verbal warning. Who's getting arrested, bitch? Who? Nobody's getting arrested. They just want you to stay the fuck home. You're a coward. And being able to force things into your body that slowly debilitate you with binary weapon systems, aka 5G, and kill you. 
Oh, Jesus Christ. I fucking, I think I fell for a good troll there. Ah, the binary weapon system. I don't know. <laughs> I think I fell for a troll there. Oh, Jesus. What is a binary weapon system, dude? I know what a binary explosive is. I know what a binary star is. How am I able to talk so long without taking a break? I don't know, dude. Like, I could go for forever until my body ceases functioning. I start shaking at some point. I did this on the hex launch day where I just stayed up way too many hours and just kept live streaming and my body started to like actually like fail, which is weird. So until I start shaking, I could probably just work through the shaking too, I guess. I'm not there yet. But should I be getting there? I mean, doesn't that fuck your immune system? Shouldn't I like not do that to myself? Still 30 minutes behind. I'm going to scroll quicker, homies. Can we ask questions about Hex? I guess. Everyone else did. I like it. I like Hex. I think it's really cool. Do I have any book recommendations except SciVive? Yeah, read Tony Robbins' Awaken the Giant Within. Or read that uh, 300 Points of Worldly Wisdom or something by Balthazar Gratian. He was a Jesuit priest. It was like the 1500s, 1300s. Richard's so smart he could be a Harvard professor. Unlikely. I'm really fucking smart, but I don't know. You, you got to be a different kind of smart for some of these things. Richard Hart is a loser. Oh, shit. But he put a smiley face. I don't know. Do I let him stay? I'll let him stay. ETH wants to become an ERC-20 because it's easier. It's funny. It is. It's, it's a superior design pattern. Like, it just works better. Richard could barely calculate the bid-ass spread in the other video. I did it in Excel. It was 0.6. It wasn't that hard. Bro. I don't know if you realize this, but live streaming puts you in a much different state of mind than your normal work state. It's actually very hard to do math in this mode. Your brain doesn't work the same. At least mine doesn't. I'm, I've am i won awards at math. I'm pretty good at it. But this makes it hard. <clears throat> These are awards in fucking early life, right? Like middle school, so... Let's not say I'm some type of fucking Fields, Fields Medal winner.
Oh, shit. I scrolled too far. How many shirts printed? Yeah, one day, man. One fucking day. Richard, take my Trump bucks. <laughs> Is there any way I can send my hex from my Monarch wallet to Uniswap? Sure. Uh, I mean, there's no DAP browser in Monarch, so you're going to need to send it to Trust Wallet or MetaMask, or there's a lot of different DAP browsers. But Trust Wallet's a real popular one. But MetaMask lets you like stake and claim. So if you can use MetaMask, I suggest that. <clears throat> there is actually a hex condom if you Google it. So someone asks about it, I guess. Epstein was in the life extension too. It is a very rational and easy thing to, it's like, do you want to die right now? No. Okay. Do you want to die tomorrow? No. Okay. Well then why do you expect that pattern to change? The only way that pattern is going to change is if like the game sucks a lot, right? Like if shit just sucks too much. Well, if shit doesn't start sucking too much, well then just keep playing, right? So it's a very reasonable and understandable belief to not want to rot and fall apart and painfully die that seems like the ultimate suck so why not put a little modicum of effort in to like prevent that shit it's inevitable anyway like diseases will all be cured at some point it's just a question of whether you'll be here to see it or not Richard wearing boxers on a stream I hate boxers dude You'll never see me wearing boxers. I don't like my ball sticking to my legs. Not interested in that shit. So, briefs for me. That's what you guys needed to know. Definitely enough information. Just enough information. G-J-E-I. <clears throat> Richard doesn't have legs. Funny song from a movie called Gummo. I have no legs. Or was it the movie Kids? Can't remember. I think it was Kids, actually. Gummo was like the, the sequel. Dave Sinclair is also a longevity researcher. Yeah, he's top tier for sure. Guys, I'm going to start scrolling fast because I'm fucking tired. Yeah, I'm going to let y'all go to sleep. Almost caught up. Oh, I'm fucking caught up. Woo! All right, boys. Congrats on your 20% fiat gains today. Congrats on, I think, only two red days of all of the hex days. So out of 137 days, only two of them. Uh, 
were a, a higher ratio than now. So everyone is in the green almost, like 136 out of 138 days. What else? Liquidity, great. Hextex.win, great. Pumpamentals.com, great. Uh, subscribe, uh, youtube.com forward slash scivive. Come join us in chat, t.me forward slash hexcrypto. Follow me on Twitter, twitter.com forward slash richardhartwin. Free book, scivive. It's got just about every good idea I've ever had in it. It's free for now. Once I've edited it up and pretty it up, it ain't going to be free anymore. t.me forward slash scivive, S-C-I-V-I-V-E. Hex News, uh, low noise, high quality, stay up to date with what's going on with Hex. Um, what else? Uh, free books, free coins, free videos, free chat. Yeah, I mean, I think that uh, I think that covers it. I wish you all mad gains. It's good chatting with you guys. It was a very high quality chat. Uh, I enjoyed it.